0: Wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 340 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players, for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. BadBit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking about the rumored PlayStation State of Play this month. Strikes have made it to video games. Apple and Amazon being the big competitors according to former Sony exec and so much more as we take all that 18 or 19 inches live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube.com slash PS Trophy Room. Alongside me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be the person that's taken all that Venom statue in. Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? You are not seeing me on Pornhub, let me tell you. (laughs) That ain't
1: happening. Oh, my goodness. You know someone's going to do it now after that tweet.
0: (laughs) No. Oh, God, you're right. (laughs) I mean, come on. There's going to be someone very talented (laughs) for the wrong reasons. Animated or not, it's going to (laughs) happen. Kyle, listen, we've seen the tweet that was been read all around the world that broke the we, internet.
1: We also saw Ben Starr post a Clive picture with
0: the, <laughs> with the caption, 19 inches? 19 inches. <laughs> um, if y'all haven't seen it, please check the PlayStation UK tweet where they said somewhere along the lines of, you know, witness all 19 inches of venom <laughs> if for the collector's edition statue trying to boast the length And not so much of the width, which I think would be also important, of the Spider-Man 2 Collector's Edition statue. Kyle, when you first read that tweet, how did it make you feel and why was it uncomfortable?
1: So I didn't see the main tweet. I just saw everyone retweeting it. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what you're doing here. (laughs) (laughs) There's absolutely no way you didn't know what you were doing. There's no way of I'm trying to find ignorance. the exact wording because it yeah. was very clever.
0: It was very clever and equally <laughs> equally graphic. But man, oh.
1: how have you been doing? <laughs> Treat yourself to nineteen inches of venom. There you
0: go. Treat yourself to nineteen <laughs> inches of venom. <laughs>
1: Treat yourself.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. boy. That said, Kyle. How you been yeah. doing, man? How you feeling?
1: Okay, it's hot. Yep. Very sweaty currently. Um a little under the weather. Degrees, so- right? Yeah. So, if you see me in the video version, turn my head and blow my nose and all that nasty stuff, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to be good about hiding my camera, but I already forgot. So, I'm not not making any promises. It's all right.
0: Majority of people, they listen to
1: it. So, as long as you You know what happens, it's not like no one has ever not been sick before. And if you haven't been sick, what are you? Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> and Bubble Boy? What's happening?
0: <laughs> that said, Kyle, I got um I want it like to create a little bit of a like a new segment, if you don't mind.
1: Just yeah, go ahead. Just casually wave Please. that dual sense around. How, look at this. Just,
0: you know, very Again, majority like of listeners of the podcast. This is an audio show. Okay. But mm-hmm. I have to show and tell for the live <laughs> viewers. Um, look at that beautiful dual sense. Spider-Man playstation 5 dual sense controller um holy crap i love this thing so much this has to be one of the the, the nicest collector's editions controllers that i've that i've i've purchased it's awesome and the one thing that i really love about this controller here kyle is mm-hmm. um the tendrils that go along the side of the red yeah you can actually feel the bumps Oh boy! Yeah, you could actually feel the tendrils, and I love the PlayStation—or sorry, the the PlayStation—the Spider-Man emblem on it. So Stingray says, "How does it smell?" Uh, Let me see. Smells like plastic. I smell. Does it have
1: the Spider-Man two on the back? No, so that's
0: a big bummer. Uh, Yeah, because Ragnarok
1: has Ragnarok on the back, right? Uh, Let me see.
0: It does. Nearby, it does. God of War Ragnarok has it in the back. I guess. I guess
1: the Spidey symbol on the touchpad is, I guess, equal.
0: I don't know, man. I I yeah. like both of these controllers a lot. They're amazing. Um yeah. I know like the Ragnarok one could be I guess a little sexier, but like I dig it quite a bit. But Kyle, I know I I hate showing it off every week, but there's this Final Fantasy 16 one along, right alongside it. Um How dare dang. you. Dang.
1: That, that one's nice. also got Final Fantasy on the back, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, all of them but Spider-Man. That's,
1: stra- That's very strange.
0: I don't know. Do you think maybe it's like yeah. um Production maybe cost
1: maybe a one thing? of one. Maybe, maybe I have do a,
0: a mistake. Oh, I would love a Spooderman one, but
1: Kyle, <laughs> I also texted you my address so I don't forget, so you can send oh, me mine.
0: Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah I got, <laughs> I got yours, and yeah, all right. If you rate us five stars over on iTunes or Spotify, you get a chance to win a Spider Man PS5 Dual Sense Controller worldwide. I'll ship this thing to, to I don't know. Yugoslavia, is that still a country? I'll ship it there. I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll ship it to a Slavic state. I don't mind it. Okay. Um, but yeah, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate us. Um, also, uh, you know, get more entries to if you uh, join us on our Discord server or follow us at PS Trophy Room. You like the uh, giveaway tweet or post now. And you're entered to win as well. So you get more entries, you know, if if you're a patron as well, automatically Joe, enrolled. It's still a tweet. It's all right, fair enough. That being it's, said t- you
1: still have to type in twitter.com. <laughs>
0: until they make so, an X.
1: <laughs>
0: you're right. That <laughs> Kyle. I want I have a new thing to show off for show and tell. The controller Ooh, wasn't ready. enough. Okay. Oh. Do you have the side uh, plates? Listen. Do I have the side plates? Oh, you have you have the whole thing, don't you? Do I have the side plates, Kyle? Let me tell you something. Oh my god, oh. this console is huge. <laughs> this is unwieldy. But uh here it is in all of its glory. The That's PlayStation beautiful. 5 Spider Man Collectors Edition. Uh also tendrils, and you could probably hear the mic, I don't care. Uh but like tendrils emblem, everything you could feel it. Ooh, it feels gross. What's the word for that? What, embossed? Embossed. Like Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. Textured? But yeah, really nice console, man. On the other side, of course, is just the black suit logo right there, you know? It's nice. It's nice. Seeing so many people with these plates, it's just really awesome to see. I don't know. Like, everybody's celebrating the game, celebrating Insomniac, Mm -hmm. celebrating PlayStation. It's just what I want to see from gamers more often, you know? Any questions about this beautiful... console Kyle no
1: it's gorgeous but I know I'm not alone in like I would also love to share in the excitement of having those plates but whatever they get put back on sale they are gone within 30 seconds I can't click the link fast enough
0: well here's the th- here's the big the big problem so why I bought a second PlayStation <laughs> was I had the opportunity to get this PlayStation 5 for about 200 300 bucks or I could go on eBay and and then buy it from a scammer, right, for about 200 to 250 So I was like, at that point, you know what? Might as well reward a business rather than someone that's scalping them, you know? So that's what I, I did. So I, I got myself, I nabbed myself a second PlayStation 5, Kyle. How do you feel that it is a disc version of the console?
1: I mean, uh, obviously, ecstatic. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Now you don't have to worry about that stupid detachable disk drive.
0: Well, now I just gotta look at this dumb, stupid disk drive. I wish I had the option. It's just an option if I wanted it or not. You know? No. That's the thing that really grinds my gears. <laughs> oh, grinds your gears? Yeah, grinds my gears. I don't want this mm-hmm. ugly thing on, it, protruding from the side of my console. Wow. That said, I do. I do want to give a shout out to PlayStation. The transferring your data from PlayStation to PlayStation could mm-hmm. not have been simpler and oh, fast. That's good to know. It took legitimately less than five second or five seconds, five minutes to just get my information from one PS five to the other. So now, I'm thinking my, you know, my, the pure PlayStation five, the discless version, will go downstairs, and that's gonna be my recliner console. You know, it's gonna be nice. That's it, Kyle. Thank you, I'm happy for me too. I'm not done there. I'm not done with the show and tell. Come on, come on. What do you win the lottery? What's happening here? I mean, theoretically, right? Oh my goodness gracious! I got another one. (laughs) I got another. So you go, Joe. As something drops, I hope it's not the dual sense. uh, You go, Joe. Why? Why did you buy a second, a second second Spider Man? PlayStation Five console, that seems a little ridiculous, right? Some would yeah. say, yeah. Uh, because I'm not keeping this console, Kyle. This is something. You're not. No, absolutely not. This is something of a preview of sorts. See, we're doing a little something called Extra Life this year, Kyle, Ooh. and that's yeah. where we'll be giving this away. We're going to be giving this hey. away. Uh, we're gonna figure out the details this month. We're gonna nail it all down, and uh, we're gonna be giving away this console for a good cause. What's what's better than giving away a PlayStation Five for not just charity but for children's hospitals? Like, yes, I couldn't name something better. So, yeah, I couldn't either. There
1: you go. So, yeah, I knew all along. I that was, I, I was not. I know. That upset, was great acting. <laughs>
0: Because uh, I believed you for a second, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. We'll we'll nail down exactly how you get entries for, or what the donation level will be. But uh, yeah, excited for one of you to possibly win it.
0: Yeah, and I'm just really excited. You know, when I thought of this idea, um, and just to see you immediately on board with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it for the kids, man. Give away a a PlayStation Five, but even like the coolest looking one. It's nice. It's nice. All right, Kyle, that said, we got a starter question for the show. I know this is a big intro th- today, all right? But um, I, I want to see what Ghetto Barry has to say. All right, and they write, as you can, too, if you join us over on a Discord server linked down in the description. Ghetto Barry writes, good evening, squires of the trophy room. While we're being asked to treat ourselves to 19 inches of venom. Oh, yeah, it's coming back. And believe me. Some of us can take it. <laughs> oh, God. It got me thinking as to what makes the perfect 19 inches. Oh, boy. And by that, I mean the ideal collector's edition box. To me, you have to have a steel bookcase in it with a unique cover art, a sexy looking statue for display, and maybe even a little an article of clothing like a hat. Or a t-shirt. And then there's other stuff like early access, exclusive cosmetic, missions, postcards, gifts, etc, etc. So again, what makes the ideal collector's edition for you guys? Love you guys. Keep delivering the amazing podcast, All 19 inches of it. Jeez Louise. Ghetto Barry obsessed <laughs> with. Them. Well, first off, he, thank you Ghetto Barry for the question. And I know they're from the UK and they still use inches, So
1: appreciate that
0: thank you thank you kyle what makes the best collector's edition
1: oh man so steelbook for sure yeah. uh, actually having a disc included would be fantastic uh, i mean that's ideal um yeah statue all the standard things mm-hmm. uh clothing would be cool um although i am the type of collector that is afraid to wear it to ruin it yeah like the infamous second son collection edition came with the beanie up. Yeah. and I, I maybe bought it or I maybe wore it once or twice. So like, oh, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, Let me put it back or until I have a place to display it. Um, I actually really do enjoy the nods to like in game things. Okay. I think the God of War Ragnarok collectors edition is stellar. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's no statue of Kratos or Atreus. We got that with 2018, but mm. having Mjolnir is great. Having like the little um, wooden figurines of Brock and Sindri, uh, like a a dice. I mean, it's pretty. That is, I think, like the gold standard. Same thing with like last was part two. I really enjoyed like getting Ellie's backpack is really cool. In addition to the statue. Yes, Um, A lot of like in-game things I think is really, really cool.
0: I'm not going to let you live down that. I'm pretty sure you said Brock and Sindri. (laughs) Instead of Barack I? I think you said Barack. And now, and then all of a sudden, while you are talking, I was like, I was just thinking, like, uh, what in tarnation? <laughs> uh, oh, well. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know? uh, Kratos, you old son of a gun. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Howdy. You know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what makes a good collector's edition? That's such a great question. I think the one I, I have pet peeves. So for example, not to poo-poo Starfield, but I think a lot of Bethesda's like collector's editions are gimmicky. Like I personally don't want to wear a watch for Starfield. Right? Like, um the Fallout for um Oh my god, I am the not Pit a Boy? Fallout. The the, the pip Boy thing I thought was cool in theory, but then when you get it it looks super like cheap. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, there has to be quality behind the collector's edition, like, statues. Like, the one thing that does worry me with Spider-Man is the fact that these statues, all 19 inches, are mass-produced, right? So, like, you could still pre-order and purchase and get that Spider-Man collector's edition, still, Uh, It's not because the thing isn't selling out. It crashed the site multiple times. It's because they know this thing is going to sell and they want to make as much money on it as possible. So like I, I'm always afraid of like having a statue that just doesn't look great. So to me, what is the must is it has to be a nice steel book. When I think of nice steel books, I'm thinking of horizon, uh, both of them. Uh, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West steel books are beautiful. I have the Bloodborne steel book, which is probably my favorite. Um, Hell yeah! And those steel books have to have the name of the game on the spine. Yeah. Looking at you, Spider-Man one on PS4. Yeah. Looking at you. Ooh.
1: I'll, I'll be. We're that's Spider-Man. a very
0: lazy steel book.
1: Yeah. I get better. what
0: they're going for. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. Um, and then the I. I feel in my heart of hearts, you need a statue. Like, the statue is the must, and it needs to be something important. I think, to me, one of the best collector's editions was Ghost of Tsushima. Like, that, That you know, Jin's is mask is just beautiful. It's gorgeous. And then you get, like, the katana wrap as well, and yeah. I use that as, like, the my little, like... um like cover for my table. And then you get the banner, the ghost banner, and I have that on my on my door. And it's a nice and also at the time affordable uh collector's edition with a nice steel book. But like for me, I can actually like the patches, the like little figurines, I can I can do without. Just give me I, I what's think important. We can
1: both agree. I don't care about any pre order exclusive items. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, you're going to, what, maybe use them for, like, an hour before you get, like, maybe real good things in-game?
0: Yeah. They always, for the most part, feel like and look like an afterthought.
1: Yes. You know?
0: Like, you, yeah, you'll, yeah. like, it's good starter items for the first mm-hmm. hour, maybe. But then afterwards, it's like, yeah, I found something way cooler, so I'm just going to get that.
1: Yeah. And it's a common one, too. Like, yeah. it's uh, uh, another uh, uh, big pet peeve. And it's, I think it's only happened once yeah, that I can think of. Wolfenstein 2's collection edition didn't even come with the game. Ooh, like, I insane. feel like that should just be a shoe in. Yeah. It was an impressive collection of items. It was like a BJ uh, action figure. I think it came with the jacket or uh-huh. something that you could wear. But like to not have the game. And that thing was like $300 plus a game. That's yeah. Oh, come on.
0: Well, it was, you know, like the, the mass effect helmet collector's edition. It's like, give me the game. I get what you're trying to go for, but at that point, it's not a collector's edition. It's just a, it's just like memorabilia, you know? And I know yeah. it's like it's such a fine line that sounds yeah. ridiculous. Cause it is, but like, that is a huge peppy. If You're going to give me a collector's edition of the game. Give me the game. And I don't care if it's a code or not. Just give me yeah. the steel book. Shout out to the Elden Ring. By the way, statue—the millennia statue—that's mm. shadowed right now. But that one's awesome, and the uh, Sekiro statue as well. Sekiro, yeah. I think it was that collector's. If I'm not mistaken, was around like ninety to a hundred bucks, and mm. that statue is better than honestly most of them up there. So
1: yeah, you know. I I will also would like to shout out the Order eighteen eighty sixes edition. Uh, there was two. There was like an ultimate and then a collector's. Both had two different statues. Yeah. The ultimate one was really cool with like Galahad diving over a railing, fighting a lichen. It was, was dope. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I also, while I was working at GameStop, like the Arkham series is one of my favorite ever. And when Arkham Knight was coming out, they also had different iterations. Okay. And I pre-ordered them all. I you can't see it because it's dark, but I have the, yeah. the Arkham... The Batman standing over the city statue, which is dope, yeah. but there was also another one that was supposed to come with the Batmobile. All right, and they canceled it because the mold wasn't up to their standards. Rock said he was like, "Listen, it nice. doesn't look good, so let's just cancel it." And I would, I'd rather them do that than give me a, a crappy thing. Yeah, like the the Nathan Drake Uncharted Four statue. Looks That's like not him. a great face, on uh, Nate. He it's looks not, sick. It's not great.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, he looks. Like I'd, ra- he I'd rather flu.
1: just scrap it. Yeah, make sure it's good, and then,
0: Aloy. You know, the Aloy statue it. looks like her cousin Alloy. Like it's just, it it doesn't look it it, it resembles, but it's not it. No, I, I agree with you. It's an homage. <laughs> yeah. It's like a nice effort, you know. All right, Kyle, listen. That was a long intro. Probably the longest we've ever done. I want to get into some housekeeping, of course. The trophy room store. We got merch baby, house slanger house banger. Uh shirts and, and and stuff and merch are there, so go check that out. Go support the show. Uh again, the PlayStation 5 controller giveaway that we announced on Twitter. That's right. This badass controller can be yours. If, again, you like us, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places, uh, that giveaway ends on September 25th. And, of course, I want to get a little serious with y'all. You know, our community means so much to us, um, especially the ones that have been ride or die with us from the beginning. And sometimes we get, you know, um, requests of like, hey, can I throw like something in chat, you know, can I get your permission for, you know, if I could toss a link in nine times out of 10, I'm like, yeah, cause y'all are the real ones. And this one, um, is important for us and to us. So, uh, famous Seamus has a GoFundMe and, uh, this is what they wrote for the GoFundMe. Uh, Hey folks, I have some bad personal news. Both of my parents have cancer. A few months ago, my mom was diagnosed with stage three, uh, uh, cancer i'm sorry i butchered that name. colorectal colorectal cancer thank you so much uh she actually just recently began chemo good luck to mama uh but a few weeks ago my dad got diagnosed with an aggressive lymphoma and had to stop work so my family decided to do a gofundme for their treatment if you can donate it would really be appreciated if you can't donate sharing the link would also be a great help. Uh, it's gofundme.me. D1B48B4A. Link to that down in the description. Famous mm-hmm. Seamus has been a ride or die since we started this show in 2018. Um, he is one of the best community members. I know not just of this community, but so many others mm-hmm. out there. Um, he's the most famous Seamus we've ever met. This is the only way that we could you know we, we feel that we can we can help out in any way so the trophy yeah. room ourselves um as a collective unit are donating 100 dollars to famous seamus's GoFundMe. me every dollar help even if they hit their goal make sure you, you throw as much cash as you can reasonably mm-hmm. even if you're like hey i want to become a patron this week and no, then no, 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 that could wait go go throw that money at, at famous Absolutely. instead um Honestly, yeah. I...
1: As Joe said, like when we were first starting out doing this, yeah. Most of the weeks, the viewer section was Seamus. Yep. Yeah. He was so integral into us, you know, making an entertaining show for for everyone to listen to, and has been there from day one. So, we want to help out in any way, shape, form that we can. And like Joe said, and and Seamus said, if you don't have the money, that's totally cool. Yeah. Money's tight everywhere. We understand just share it out you never know who might see it and is is feeling the 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 sense to to donate for for a very good cause for good people so
0: yeah and if you uh, donated please share like share your donation to us because we'll put you on the patreon pitch so
1: yeah
0: please for this month you'll be on the patreon pitch yep famous out that means a lot to us so that said I'm not going to do the Patreon pitch this week because that would feel disingenuous, but I do want to thank our patrons over at Patreon. So our newest members, I want to thank our Platinum Tier members, Liam Russ, Silk so Canet at the Platinum Tier, and Decime at the Platinum Tier, all of them. At the Platinum tier, I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Berowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our other Platinum producers, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Yuko Kill 90, Stephen Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris, Hybrid 748, Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard, and Solo. I want to thank our gold members, Cypher Primus, Doth, Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, The Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Andrew Soar, Astronaut Jr., Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy, N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan, XZ, Hambone, J.D. Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T., Tino Sixspeed, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, and Bayman, Matthew King, Da Overlord, Dawani Raksha, Rick Davis, Silcana, and Lord Commander. Study. thank you all so much for being patrons of the show. That's it, Kyle. With the long intro out of the way, let's just get right into it. It is time to finally square up the news.
1: Every Before we square up the news... Every single time I start to talk, yeah, or like it's my turn in the show to you know read the doc, my nephew just decides to start banging right above me. <laughs> so audio listeners, if you hear some banging around in the background, it's not your car, there's nothing right. wrong in your house, and my nephew's causing yeah. <laughs> uh, a ruckus upstairs.
0: There's not an infant on your roof bouncing around no. if you're driving to work. You're fair. No, it's not
1: Halloween season yet. (laughs) Uh, Pam K. Ferdinand over at Game Rant writes, rumor, PlayStation State of Play event coming this month. Sony may be preparing for another PlayStation State of Play showcase sometime in September. There have only been two such events so far this year, and fans are eager to hear more about some highly anticipated games and also learn what unannounced goodies may be coming to PS5 in the fall. The last State of Play took place in April, with the focus fully on Final Fantasy XVI, which launched in June after years of waiting. Of course, the excitement of these showcases fades rather quickly, and gamers are always eager for more. But the only news that fans got recently is that the price of a PlayStation Plus subscription will be going up substantially beginning on September 6th. Industry insider Jeff Grubb stated on Twitter that he had heard rumors of a PlayStation State of Play coming soon, and this PS Plus price hike announcement seems to be a precursor to that. But the extremely hyped and highly anticipated Starfield is launching on September 6th for PC and Xbox Series X and S, and a lot of PlayStation console owners are understandably feeling a little left out. A State of Play showcase could be precisely what's needed to cheer them up.
0: You are muted. (laughs) No, I'm not. Why would you lie like that? It's like, why Uh, aren't you talking? (laughs) I don't know about you, Kyle, but it's a little weird in PlayStation land, as I say again, Um, because like we've been playing some really great games, but I can't help but feel at least the vocal minority even, but the social media space, everybody's kind of antsy, man. Like, let's be honest, that... You know, PlayStation Showcase wasn't it, no matter if you loved it or not. The popular opinion was it was, as the kids say, mid. So, like you walking away from that showcase and hearing the rumblings and rumors of like, Don't worry, guys, there's a second one. Sony's heard you loud and clear. Um, it gets you it gets you thinking of like, Yeah, I'm hype for Spider Man. Look at I just spent so much money on Spider Man related stuff on my Playstation five, and yeah, PlayStation fives are selling like crazy, but it just seems like the, the energy in the room is not there. So I want to know what you're thinking, man. Where's, where's the energy in PlayStation land for you? Let's, let's, let's calibrate it here.
1: Uh, honestly, the energy is pretty good.
0: Like I'm I'm just, I'm just being a negative Nancy.
1: Maybe a little bit. Fair enough. Like we have Spider-Man two in a month.
0: But I want roughly a little bit more than a month. But I want Ghost of Tsushima too.
1: Oh no, absolutely! And like seeing like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth pre-orders go up like everywhere, just Mm -hmm. a standard edition has me excited to hopefully get a date sometime soon. Yeah, I understand that and I can get behind that. But I'm also in the feeling of like there's so many games right now on my plate (laughs) downloaded. Yeah, and. Like, even this one, I'm shocked that they didn't even mention it. Like, like, Game of the Year just dropped on PlayStation on the same day as Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Like, there's tons of heavy hitters that are coming to PlayStation. And I, I, I can see the doom and gloom outside of December. Like, once we hit December and we still don't get something, like, if this rumor state of play doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm all aboard. You save me a seat on, on the on the uh, the fright train. Cause uh-uh.
0: Women and children first on this on this Titanic here, God. No, Absolutely, I
1: will just hop on the bow. Hold on for dear life because I'm scared. Because <laughs> uh, like, there's only FF Seven Rebirth, yeah. and besides that, like, what is it that we are playing next year? Other than like be the show,
0: which I I'm mean, excited for, but yeah, what else? It, and I think the energy is weird, right? Because you're right. It, Right now, we're eating, we're eating good, as the kids say, right? Look at me all hip. I get the young lingo. Um, but at the same exact time, if we don't hear anything of like, well, what's coming to PlayStation exclusively in 2024, which is strange that I'm saying that, then it's like, okay, it's time to feel a little alarmed. I feel like at that point, like, theoretically, you got Stellar Blade. Theoretically, you got Rise of the Ronin. And yeah, you- I'm theoretically. 2. I mean at this point, right? And like yeah. theoretically you have Wolverine. But those we don't know at this point or don't have firm dates on, Stellar Blade and Riseron and maybe in the next coming weeks. I know Stellar Blade uh South Korean studio, but like Rise of Ronin could very well be at the uh you know, at, at the uh Tokyo Game Show. So like yeah. it's just I feel like we're all antsy of like, okay, what's this next phase of PlayStation? We've seen a lot of hardware, the PlayStation portal. That's interesting enough, but like, where is the other things that we get excited for? And we when we see PlayStation not participate in things like, you know, the Summer Game Fest, right? Or not take, uh, you know any type of uh beat in, or sorry, they participate in Summer Games Fest. I'm dumped dumb, dumb idiot. Opening Night Live um, is what you're thinking Opening about. Night Live is what I meant, right? Or, and Tokyo Game Show. And the, just like seeing PlayStation kind of just sit on the bleachers and watch uh, people like Xbox and Nintendo kind of, you know, be at PAX. <laughs> you know, like interacting with gamers as you should. It It's a little disheartening to see but at the same exact time, again, it's a confusing thought because at the same exact time, well, it does, do they really have to be at PAX you know, West when they're giving me you know, God of War or they're going to give me Spider-Man too, right? So it's like content is king. And right now, they got the content. That said.
1: I, I will say, though, it. it would have been smart of them. And I feel like I always think this. So I don't think I've ever said it. Yeah. Like PAX, for example. You about. don't have to come with the biggest games. Right. Like, do a PlayStation Indie booth. Showcase right. Goodbye Volcano High that just came out. Mm-hmm. You know, have uh, 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 Stray Gods there. Yeah. Have um, uh, maybe Little Devil Inside is there for, like, a playtest here and there. Just <laughs> it's like, not going get crazy. I know. I know. I know. But, like, I feel like that is a missed opportunity because they love to just drop. Indies uh, on on their their social media and a blog post and whatnot, but like show everyone else. Not everyone loves reading; they prefer to. <laughs> Some of us are dyslexic. See a, see a stars. Thank you, Silkana. I completely yeah. forgot. Like, give a, give more people a, a, a realization, a reality check that there is more than just the biggest games out there. Right. There are things you can play that are pretty rad right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, stars is a game of the year contender it's out, it's out right now you know so yeah i i i i feel you there i think there's some aggravation of how playstation is choosing to communicate towards its fans some of it they're starting to get right like some of through it, their yeah. through their social media they've gained I mean, much more of a personality over the last year yeah
1: shue was at pax why why was shue there and not like Make it a bigger deal of it. I mean, obviously yeah. he's looking to see what he can grab for PlayStation, but yeah. Make around. a bigger deal of it. Like have the PlayStation brand be taken over, quote unquote, by Shuhei while you're at PAX. Yeah. And like show off cool indies there. I think that would have been a better served brand opportunity for social mm-hmm. media if they did it that way.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice. It's it'd be a nice way to show off again, like, yeah, your indies app. At- packs like just to have that presence there to be known that's it's really important i don't know it 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 makes me you know it makes me a little bummed to see them not not out and about i think that's the one thing i get very jealous of the xbox folks is like yeah phil spencer's at packs they make a big deal of it you know like they had the biggest presence ever at opening night live like they're trying their best look they're gonna have i think their biggest presence at tokyo game show like they're really making their presence known Whereas PlayStation is, it just isn't. And that bums me out a bit. That said, Solo writes in just like you can too. And they ask the question, what do you want to see in this state of play to explain the service price hikes? What a great question, Solo. What a great question. What is there? Because, yeah, Jeff Grubb, you know, who, who kind of leaked it out there going, so... There is a state of play coming Uh, this price hike, probably the, you know, the, the hurt before the rub, you know? So what, what do you want to see from PlayStation that will justify, you know, the yearly subscriptions going up so much? I think that's something we didn't mention uh, enough last week's show. This is not like monthly or quarterly PlayStation Plus members. This is for the year. But so many people have the year. So that said, yeah. what what would help the hurt?
1: It's interesting because it's different for everybody. Right. It's This is like a more of an individualized kind of worry. I yeah. can't just blanket say uh, throw out like a blanket statement of because what. you're
0: not a you're not like an online gamer in the slightest.
1: I'm, I'm not. But like personally, for me for, to like explain the hike, give me psvr games as part of the service like i i know that not everyone has a headset but that would incentivize people for to like oh let me have this baked in library so whenever i find a psvr 2 on sale i grab it i have games to play already yeah i, I think that would be great i uh, last week it would kind of push for like all the ps classics not just three a month here and there just like give me a huge long list of yep. like heavy hitters after heavy hitters, not just all in one franchise. Like, give me a wide uh, a range. Like you might nineteen inches just, of it every month. Sure, a whole nineteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going? The the I'm image sorry. of a nineteen inch Venom just popped in my head. Oh, um,
0: is he throbbing? <laughs> oh
1: boy! <sighs> Note to self: Check rule thirty four later. Oh um, no. <laughs> I'll check Kids, it right don't look that up. Don't look it up. Uh, oh my god, I'm lost. It's gone. But no, like the yeah, thought
0: is the thought is like more classics would be a great start. Not just like yes. here's all the PSP. Like oh, that, I got it. Get, there you go. Like say what you say what
1: you will about that PlayStation console, like the mini PlayStation. Yeah, that had like the terrible versions of, of some of the PS classics. Yeah, that at least promises. was like a wider range of games. Yeah. Like, give me a month of, like, that many games mm-hmm. every month. And keep them on there. Don't take them <laughs> off. Just keep them no. on.
0: Yeah. Um. It's... it's. That's a difficult ask. And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to let you I, I, I know why.
1: You didn't ask for an easy answer. You I just mean, said, what, what do you want?
0: It's true. Uh, so, why it's a difficult ask is, like, if I'm PlayStation... I do want to drip feed this because I want to make the catalog last every like for for as long as possible. So like, if I just throw all the PS One games in there, well, that's one beat, uh, a PR beat, right? One marketing beat. But if I keep just you know cherry picking the games I want to premiere on this you know service, all of a sudden I have something that lasts for years. So, to me, I don't, as much as I'd be like, just throw all of PlayStation 1 on there. um, I want a PS1 game, PS2 game, PSP game, PS3 game, and the occasional Vita, because that catalog's slim.
1: That's what I mean, though. Like, there's so many consoles that you could choose from. That's why you can maybe put more than three of them. And,
0: and, yeah, so, like, I'm I'm saying, like, yeah, choose, like, one or two PS1 games. One or two, like, just throw them on on the service i think that would be a great a better way of just saying hey here's all these psp games that we found in our closet um here you go you know for me as an online gamer as someone that predominantly plays multiplayer they do a pretty good job i'm not gonna lie of giving you like exclusive like fortnite skins uh, exclusive call of duty packs uh you know, they do, like, these little, like, these little things now and again
1: there's to entice stuff, people. too,
0: right? Yeah, Destiny stuff, so, like, there's, like, free currency back in the day, Rip Avengers, but, like, that was there. So they do do a pretty good job of, like, here's why you should be a PlayStation, you know, multiplayer-centric gamer. That being said, I think the thing that they're gonna probably showcase, um, for the premium, like, users because let's be honest at this point there's really no reason to be a premium user is they're going to give you cloud streaming like whatever the the uh, playstation equivalent of x cloud is that's probably what they're going to be giving you uh in the premium tier that would make premium worth it i don't know about you but if i'm able to play ps1 ps2 ps3 games all on the cloud. Like if I get to play like the, the PlayStation Plus game of the month via cloud, I don't know would wouldn't that entice you to like not just keep your subscription but like up it as well? No, really.
1: If if cloud right, streaming it's very was like the based. yeah, I, like uh, we I spoke recently about it. Like it's just not a, a me thing currently. Yeah, that's not how I'm going to choose to play. But if that is the only benefit from extra to premium is cloud streaming, then I'm bumping down to extra because like, there. I'm never going to use it, but I have yeah. to make sure that that is the only difference. It's it's like um, NBA 2K comes out on Friday. Yeah. I'm a big 2K fan. I love sports games. They're, they're They have different versions. The only difference between like the mega big version and the one that I got is that. The big version comes with, like, a subscription to NBA League Pass or whatever, where you can watch okay. any NBA game everywhere, which is a great benefit and all, but yeah. I don't want it, so I'm not going to spend an extra 50 bucks for yeah. something I'm not going to use. So that's kind of how I view that situation of if cloud streaming is the only difference, then I'm
0: out. Question, what if the Collector's Edition of NBA comes with a statue of LeBron James? Would you nah. be it? Okay, fair nah. enough.
1: Fair i'm not a massive nba fan for a statue i just like playing the games
0: right, fair, but what if it's lebron james from the famous movie space jam 2
1: i would rather take lebron james from train wrecked
0: <laughs> fair that is a better lebron <laughs> i think we could all agree that's way better yeah. lebron but yeah like cloud streaming would be exciting to me especially if i can stream like my classic games there um also adding the once a month here's a really cool indie like a stray yes in that service that should Hell be yeah. standard yep. that should price, be every month. That should be standard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what they have right now I just it's it's a it's a really hard pill to swallow uh, so like for me it, it really has to come down to give us more Features, especially on premium, give us more monthly games in terms of your classic games, uh, a broader, you know, swath of them, um and then give give us that. Hey, here's a really neat indie PlayStation approved. It's on PlayStation Plus for the month. If you're if you're a user, give me that sea of stars. It's not an impossible task to ask because your competitor is putting their own first party games in the service for practically the same price you know yeah so and
1: i i do i mean we've been dancing around it this whole time but go for it. i don't think we're getting first party games day and date no absolutely that's that's a that's a pipe dream Mm y'all for at least for maybe a few more years uh just doesn't make financial sense for him so i don't that's why if you're yelling at us in your cars or wherever you're listening it's not happening so
0: it ain't happening not, not when, okay. not when Spider-Man's about to come out. That's for sure.
1: Not when anyone's going to pay money for it anyway. Exactly.
0: Like. So, Savoy so Prime writes in. So, so after what we got from the May show from Sony, are you going into this state of play if it happens with an extremely low expectation or are you keeping hope alive? Would it be nice to see Little Devil inside and in Stellar Blade, but I'm going into this with zero expectations to avoid disappointment. Kyle, your thoughts?
1: I mean, that's kind of what I did with Opening Night Live, and I it worked out pretty great.
0: Right? Uh,
1: although Jeff did set pretty good expectations for what that show would be.
0: Really? Um, for Opening Night Live? Oh, I, I thought you meant Jeff Grubb for the PlayStation Say to Play thing. I was like, what tweet did no, you No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I meant oh, okay. Jeff Keighley's expectations for yeah. ONL. Yeah. Um if playstation, but they're not going to do that. They're going to like vaguely say like, "Oh, expect this, whatever," but not go into as much detail as Keeley did. Um, I am going into it with low expectations. Just, I'm just excited when they talk to us. I mean that that is the biggest. <laughs> Call me a child if you want. That right. is just talk to me. Give me attention. Yeah. Tell me why uh, I should still be happy playing on your system ecosystem every day of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, give me give me a reason to be excited in the near future, uh, far future stuff, fine, yeah. just near future. The next year, what am I playing and shelling out money that I shouldn't be on your products?
0: I am not expecting Ghost of Tsushima two. I am expecting Stellar Blade. I'm expecting a release date to it. I'm expect mm-hmm. I'm expecting a Rise of Ronin and a release yep. date to it. I'm expecting second party X Dev indie. That's what I'm expecting here, and Spider-Man to end the show off with, right? Yes. One last little like, you know, trailer. Yeah. Um. That's what I'm expecting out of this whole thing. I'm not expecting, you know. I, I remember the rumor, rumors coming out of the disappointing showcase of like, don't worry. PlayStation is going to have another showcase. No duh. They always have these every like three or four months. This is not news. Like for example, I can probably tell you there's a showcase or or state of play. Let's stop saying showcase state of play near the end of September. I can almost guarantee you why. Cause that's how it's always been for the last two, three years. Very Mm. surprised if this gets pushed out to, you know, mid October to, you know, early November. So like, they're definitely going to have something, But keep your expectations in check, y'all. Keep them in check. And it's not like Stellar Blade or Rise of Ronin are bad-looking games, because they both look great. That's why people are so excited to finally see them. So, yeah. I think this state of play is happening. But... um, Yeah. Plus, Tokyo Game Shows in a few weeks.
1: Yeah. It's good timing all around for PlayStation to talk to us about something. Absolutely.
0: You think we'll, we'll get that Final Fantasy VII rebirth?
1: I mean, the pre-orders went live, what, last week? Yeah. For just the standard, so I, yeah. All right. If it's early 2020, it still was, what, winter 2023? Yep. I I don't think it's happening in winter 2023. Uh, Yeah, just give me a date. That's all I want.
0: A Sephiroth statue? Ooh, what what could, because the
1: Mega Edition, which I couldn't get my hands on because I didn't have money, was the motorcycle. With Clark, yes,
0: oh, which God, is what a... dope. Honestly, what? But a game. What?
1: What would I want from this one? Yeah, this will be a a, a deep cut. Not a deep cut. This will be a, a nod at people who played the original. Give me the Midgar Zolom on the on the spike as a statue.
0: Okay, I'll Midgar Zolum
1: what... is a yeah. giant snake, Ooh. like stories tall. I okay. uh, like on a spike. Well, that's hinted at Sephiroth killed him. Or killed oh. that thing. Oh. Uh, and give me that as a statue. Yes, please. All or right. just the buster sword. You know what? I'll just take the buster sword like the <laughs> starting screen. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting too, I'm getting too sweaty. I'm just thinking about it.
0: <laughs> Ooh, it's too hot to handle. Just give me cloud in that cute little dress. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, our, our we'll we'll get to what we'd like to see, what our expectations are when we finally get this thing shown off. But until then, let's get depressed again, shall we?
1: let's let's do it so Mina khan over at ps lifestyle writes insomniac among other game companies possibly facing video game actors strike the ongoing sag after actor strike may extend to video game companies including insomniac possibly impacting the development of insomniac's marvel's wolverine game for the ps5 sag after national board has sought permission from union men- members to strike against a number of game developers in light of upcoming bargaining dates Will Marvel's Wolverine game for PS5 face development delays? Insomniac has remained tight-lipped about Wolverine following its reveal, so it's unclear how far into development the game is. Depending on the outcome of the aforementioned negotiations, it's possible that the game's motion capture and voice work will be impacted. Work is already wrapped up on Marvel's Spider-Man 2, which is set for release on the PS5 on October 20th. However, the game is expected to receive post-launch content like its predecessor, and should the strike go ahead soon, there's a chance Spider-Man 2's DLC will also be impacted. Quote, here we go again. Now our interactive video game agreement is at a stalemate too, sag after wrote, announcing the strike vote. Work under the Interactive Media Agreement also includes a great deal of performance capture, where trained professionals, many of whom are stunt performers, provide digitally captured performances used to give expressive mo- movement to video game characters. Unregulated use of AI poses an enormous threat to these artists' professions. SAG AFTRA is demanding fair compensation to keep up with inflation and protection against AI.
0: They're coming for our games, Kyle. These gash dang actors good. that want a livable wage. What? How's this good, Kyle? What if? What if Wolverine gets impacted by this, by the strike? What if I can't play Wolverine next year, Kyle? Joe. Yeah. What is one
1: thing that every gamer has? Games. A backlog. That's true. This is not the worst case scenario. Because obviously I want them to get paid what they're worth. They're, they are so impactful for right. what the game, the end game final version of it is. Yeah. Right. Like if if you didn't have Christopher Judge's Kratos in the God of War games, that game is not nearly as good. Like nope. and, and specifically because it is not just a voice. They are in there. They are doing the motions. It, mm-hmm. it is the facial animation, everything. It's all them. So I want to make sure they get paid fairly because, like, I'm just a big fan of people getting compensated for the work that they do. Right. And make sure it's proper and that they can live and support themselves and their families.
0: Here's the thing, though. I really want Wolverine.
1: And if I'm in (laughs) bed, go watch the Wolverine movies.
0: (laughs) I don't want to watch those. They're good. There's only, like, one good one. Go play the
1: old X-Men Origins Wolverine game
0: that was apparently pretty good. I can't, it's too expensive. You see where this is? Like my problem lies, Kyle? My games get impacted. No, this is like in all seriousness, the ramifications of this is huge. Um, this is this is ginormous for games. So like if y'all don't know, um once, you know, if you're let's just say an actor, right? Um and you're you have a credited role on a TV show, um, let's just say, I don't know, Rosario Dawson and uh ah- Ahsoka. Right. Uh can't actually use that as an example. <laughs> Let's just say you're on Law and Order SVU, you got a credit yeah. on the line, right? Yeah. The show's syndicated. That means you guys get uh, residuals on that show. So every time it, it shows up somewhere, you get a little wampum mm-hmm. for it. That mm-hmm. helps because a, you know, a little wampum. A little wampum. A little wampum. Like
1: cents to the dollar.
0: Yeah. Now that helps if you're an actor or a writer because When you're an actor or writer, jobs can come, you know, you get like a hot streak and then it's aggressively cold for, you know, weeks, months, years, who knows? So that money helps you out. Now, for example, Star Wars Ahsoka came out. It's amazing. I love it so very much. Rosario Dawson ain't going to get any residuals from TV, from that show being on streaming. Right as entertainment now moves from TV into streaming, actors are getting paid less because the shows aren't being shown as much on TV as they were. And now you get a, a a a show like Suits on Netflix. It gets a second wind, second breath of life, and that is one of the most streamed you know TV shows that month. Millions upon millions of people watch and listen, and now all of a sudden you don't get paid anything for your hard work, and that is troublesome if you're trying to make a living doing what you're doing. And you go, "Well, Joe, how does that affect me? I work a real job with my hands and my feet." Well, if you like your games, don't you want the people working on those games to be the best people behind, you know, that microphone, behind the keyboard? Like don't you want the best voice actors in there for the role? That's where I come from as a like a uh, consumer of the product is I want the best talent in there. You know, I want the best workers working on these, on these things. And I want to make sure that they are compensated for the work, just like how I would like to be compensated for my work after a hard day's work. So to me, the implications of this is huge because if this goes through and let's just say from here on out, actors do get compensated for, you know, every time a game is sold or a game is streamed or whatever have you, just downloaded. Well, all of a sudden the developer behind that keyboard goes, well, why not me? And that's where things are going to get a little sticky and a little hairy for the games industry. And that's why all these companies don't want that to happen. <laughs> they, they, they don't want to budge because they know if they give, you know, residual checks to actors the devs qa all of them want a piece of that pie so kyle i come to you
1: what Mm -hmm. if what if
0: video games become more expensive because of this what if they pass it along to 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 us to pay for it
1: cost of doing business i guess (laughs)
0: like i'm
1: at, at this point in my life i am okay with it just because i love the hobby I love playing games. Yeah, Will it absolutely suck? 1000%. Sure. But if I want to play the game, I'm going to have to put up or shut up. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just kind of where I view it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, But like, I also know it's like for, for me personally, mm-hmm. it's for like an ethical reason. If sure. it doesn't do, if it does indeed increase in price and, we see games being a little bit more expensive. I'm okay with it.
0: Right. For Yeah. Um, I, I would be okay with it as well. And I, also knowing that like that type of line of thinking doesn't actually add up to reality because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. what actors and writers are really wanting is like less than a fraction of a percent that would hurt it's these companies profits it's minuscule and so like that's usually like a scare tactic so like for me it's like no troy baker isn't asking for ten dollars every time you know the last of us gets sold or sold he's asking for like five cents you know so at the end of the day it's not really hurting anybody
1: or even like actors with um Uh, you know, big box office movies were like once I'll take like a little bit of the box office. I can see that maybe happening for games. Like sure, the gross, the the amount of units sold a little bit per unit or something like that along those lines. Yeah. Uh, But like it, it really is to like, think of if you don't think this is an issue, just think of how many games are now touting. Oh, we got this person in this game.
0: Exactly.
1: Like think of like the alone, alone in the dark, Mm-hmm. uh like oh we've got um uh what's his face hopper hopper he's in yeah. the game play the game he's in it like, <laughs> it's wild
0: yeah so yeah to me it, this it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how this unfolds and where this goes because i honestly think like actors especially in the triple a space have a tremendous amount of power here because if they say No, we don't feel like working. Then (laughs) we're going to strike. All of a sudden, production on games just halt. So with that said, Kyle, listen, strikes aside, I want to talk about the biggest threat in video games that we're facing as an industry as I go check on someone knocking at the door. So take it away, Kyle.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, Andy Robinson over at VGC writes, former PlayStation boss views Apple and Amazon as big threats to the games industry. Speaking at the gamesindustry.biz Investment Summit, Layden labeled the likes of Google, Netflix, Amazon, and Apple as, quote, unquote, barbarians at the gate. Quote, right now we see all the big players going, oh, gaming? It's bringing in billions of dollars a year. I want a piece of that. And so we have Google, Netflix, Apple, and Amazon wanting to get a piece and trying to disrupt our industry, end quote, he said. Former PlayStation uh, U.S. boss Sean Layden, who was chairman of the company's Worldwide Studios Group when he left Sony in 2019, said Apple disrupted the music industry with 99-cent songs on iTunes, and Netflix's streaming platform, likewise, had had an irreversible impact on the traditional movie business. Quote, I'm hoping gaming will be the first industry where we disrupt ourselves, he continued, where it doesn't take a Google or an Amazon to completely flip the table. We should be smart enough to see these changes coming and prepare ourselves for that eventuality, end quote. The other biggest threats to the status quo in Layden's eyes are industry consolidation, which he said, quote, can be an enemy of creativity, end quote, and the rising cost of game development, which he labeled, quote, an existential threat, end quote. In 2020, Layden called overall AAA development not sustainable, and suggested that game length and pricing may have to be adjusted to combat
0: ballooning budgets. And this is where we get the really complicated stuff, right? As we talk about AI, and as we talk about you know workers' rights and and, and you know um, what is it restitution for for their hard work, um, we get to this this kind of. Nebulous situation that we are walking into, like look at that we just saw uh Volition Games, right? The creators of Saints Row, one, two, three, and Red Faction. Red Faction, close its doors after thirty yeah. plus years. um Oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher their name, but it's a, uh, an indie developer by the name of like M- Mimiki. Uh, they just produced a game. Um, that was like really popular or not really popular sorry critically well received and then immediately a few weeks after launching the game go we got to close our doors Uh, development is getting more and more expensive especially on the AAA side you know a lot of the times when we hear the marketing of like for example Starfield 200 million dollars to make this game to me that's like that's a scary amount of money it means, like, any AAA game at that level, the studio's existence hinges on it. Like, we're getting to that level of, like, one dud could take out your studio. I don't know, Kyle. I think that's pretty darn scary. And to see, and, and I want to know your thoughts on this, to see him kind of go out there going, we have Google, Netflix, Amazon, Apple, wanting a piece and trying to disrupt our industry, we can do it ourselves. I don't know. I would love to get them on the show because I would f- I, I feel like that big juggernaut's already in here and their name's Microsoft. Like I feel like they are the ones doing the disrupting. You know, Game Pass is a very disruptive service. You know, like when Jim Ryan's like we can't possibly do what they're doing with Game Pass, I don't necessarily disagree with them. I don't think you can I think Microsoft gets to make a really expensive bet because they are a trillion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, Kyle, do you feel like this industry can disrupt itself? Or do you think it is going to take someone the likes of a uh, Apple to step on in here and go, hey, we got some expensive VR we could sell you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kind of just making, like, a mockery of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it has the the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to it, it's it's always up to us, right? Like, mm-hmm. the people who play the games, it's up to us to make sure those changes are adopted uh, and, like, welcomed in. Mm-hmm. Right, like we're already seeing it, where like the Game Pass subscription service is a big deal, and people flock to that, so that is a huge plus. But huh. what else can gaming offer to make it revolutionary to really disrupt itself? What is that next thing? And don't say cloud gaming, because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, Kyle, it's cloud gaming. Know, we're gonna I reach know, a billion. I know it is two billion people. Two billion uh. people power the cloud. You know? No, yeah. uh, it, it it's funny because like you just take a look outside of gaming, and you're kind of seeing it right now where like all these companies are trying to make themselves their own uh, distribution hubs, like Netflix, Apple TV, HBO. Oh, sorry, <laughs> just Max, stupid, Peacock, like you know all nineteen inches of it. Um, you got so many. It like, just, Amazon Prime, like, just too many. And you're seeing them all struggle with the fact of, yeah, they're all trying to disrupt a market or be a part of this market. And it's just, it's too much for the average consumer. T- take a look at it right here, right now, right? Uh, you know, last week we talked about how Game Pass offerings in terms of, like, money for services, both on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, ain't what it used to be. Like, that's, to me, a trouble- a troubling sign that is a canary in a coal mine saying like, yeah, this is m- maybe the golden age of these subscription services are starting to wane. And we're now getting into the the problematic side of it. Right. Um, so it it's it's scary. It's scary to see someone like Apple that has billions of dollars to to throw throw it in an industry that at least for Microsoft they they've been a part of it for twenty plus years. Apple try to play a game on a MacBook, I dare you. Um you know Well th- it's, to it's, be it's, fair. Yeah.
1: They do they do have Apple Arcade. They have tried.
0: And yeah. And Apple Arcade is like this flimsy this flimsy service that apparently is pretty darn good, but yeah, you're it's right. It's it's very um it's incredibly niche. Right, like I don't know anybody that I like that I've met. Actually I think using when it when it
1: first came out, I signed up and played some cool things on it. Yeah. now most of those games you can play on a console. Mm-hmm. But now the more that I think about it, like Netflix is also in the gaming
0: yeah. thing, and I also think like. The disrupt the, the disruption to the industry is already happening with the subscription services, with the with with digital. Because I I went into GameStop the other day again to buy too much shit, and I'm like, yeah, these deals ain't <laughs> what they used to be. Yeah, I like I there was a game in particular I forget it's 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 my memory is bad, but like I was like, yeah, I could get that for actually five bucks right now on PSN, yeah. like the industry has done a really good job of adapting to, Hey, the used game market doesn't exist anymore or, or doesn't exist as it's barely there. Exactly. It's not as relevant because we were competitive with GameStop. We offered deals that GameStop couldn't compete with or couldn't, Mm -hmm. wasn't able to compete with fast enough. So like, yeah, I do feel like hope is on the way in terms of like us finding a way to make something like a subscription service work. For for the average person. But when you see PlayStation up the price of PlayStation Plus, you get a little mm-hmm. antsy. That said, Kyle, last but not leastly here as well, when he says the existential problem of AAA development is it's unsustainable and suggested that the length and pricing may have to be adjusted to combat ballooning budgets. I agree. I want my games to be shorter. (laughs) Mm. Like, to me, I take a look at a game like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And it's like, again, another like 200 plus million dollar game to make. Games 100 plus hours long. I got that time, son. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I love
0: the Miles Morales. Hey, it's here for eight to 10 hours. It's a great time. And I'm and I'm done with it, you know? I don't know what say you I know that that's going to be like a hot take for some but like to me I feel like that could stem the bleeding for a bit
1: I actually don't mind the longer games how dare you I also I apologize if I if during this whole segment I was like not engaged,
0: oh, you're engaged. I, had
1: a, I had a work thing popped up that I had to Uh-oh. answer uh-oh. I may or may not have forgotten to, to do something earlier. Oopsies. Um, <laughs> not the biggest of deals. I'm okay. Um, I I feel like when it comes to the question, like, games are getting too long is, like, yeah, for us who have grown up with gaming, who's had gaming for a while, we're all, like, you know, doing adult things. Yeah. But for the kids who only get one game... For a Christmas, a birthday, or a summer, 100 hours is pretty damn good uh, for (laughs) them to just live in it, right? Like, I don't want games to just be shorter. Mm -hmm. Just, like, would it make me a little bit happier? Sure. But I also do enjoy, like, just living in a game world for a long time.
0: True. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, then, I'm full of shit. That's a colleague, you know who's also full of (laughs) shit? Uh, I can't Neil, stand by that statement. Neil Druckmann, he's full of crap. <laughs> no, it's not. He knows what game he's working on, Kyle. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, no, I know. Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer writes Neil Druckmann, quote, can't say anything, end quote, about his current game because Naughty Dog will, quote, slaughter him. End quote. Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann has teased that he's working on another game, but says he can't say anything about it because Naughty Dog's communications director will slaughter him. Talking to Entertainment Weekly, Druckmann talked about how, quote unquote, job is really strange. Uh, I'm given feedback on this theme park thing. I'm working on the TV show and I'm working on another game. So I'm just kind of jumping around at different projects, end quote. And after confirming that the second season of HBO's Blockbuster, the Last of Us series is, quote, outlined and ready to go as soon as the strike ends, end quote, was then asked about the highly anticipated third Last of Us game, quote, as far as the next game at Naughty Dog, I can't say anything. My comms director over there will slaughter me, end quote. As teases go, this one isn't the most exciting, granted, but Druckmann gave that answer after being specifically asked about a third The Last of Us installment, and given most studios usually immediately shoot down incorrect or inaccurate rumors, well... This has got plenty of Last of Us fans excited, particularly in light of those recent Last of Us Part 3 story leaks. As for the TV series, it sounds like we'll see around four seasons of The Last of Us' HBO show, according to co-creator and showrunner Craig Mazin. When asked how many seasons the show would likely need to tell all of its story, Mazin recently confirmed that, quote, four seems like a good number, end quote. You never know, he said. It can end up being three or five, but four seems like a good number. Some seasons, because of the story we're telling, we'll need fewer episodes and some will need more. End quote.
0: Ooh-ee. All right, Kyle. Listen, Neil's full of shit. He's working on Last of Us Part 3, right? Like, he's definitely working on Last of Us Part 3. I would, I would hate to see them still working on Uncharted, but I don't know how you feel about that. Do you want to see Naughty Dog working on a Last of Us Part Three, or do you want to see them make their space game?
1: Hot take: I just want to see a Naughty Dog game. (laughs) I don't care about this point. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'm going to play it regardless. I'm going to get the collector's edition regardless. In my eyes, they are a studio that I will blindly. It's like your obsession with Apple. I will just blindly buy anything Naughty Dog. True, fair enough. Doesn't matter. Um. What what I think it is, I mean, it would be smart to capitalize on the Last of Us hype, just in pop culture in general. That does make sense. There is a, there is a story I can see going back to Uncharted. Mm-hmm. I think ideally, yeah, I would love those two, but a new Neil Druckmann thing, a Naughty Dog space game, I think would be pretty badass.
0: Yeah, I think that's what... I, I, I want to see from the creators of Uncharted and Last of Us a new IP. Um, you know, listen, it would be very smart for them to capitalize on Last of Us. And I bet, like, I bet they're definitely working on multiple things, for sure. But I just don't want to see them turn into the Last of Us studio. Like, I don't like, for example, I don't Absolutely. like.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like how, like, 343 is just the Halo studio. That mm-hmm. bums me out. Let them go out there and make another game. You know, uh, yeah. so like for me, I want to see them branch out and do something interesting. It's awesome to see, you know, Todd Howard again. It's on my brain, so I to keep talking about it. Todd Howard go, I'm going to do Fallout. I'm going to do Elder Scrolls Fallout. Elder Scrolls. It gives the team that flexibility of going, hey, I'm working on something fantasy. Now working on this post-apocalyptic thing, fantasy. And now, you know, what is it? NASA punk inspired. So like, yeah, I want to see. Naughty Dog stretch its wings as well and do something different. That said, do you think we get any news on this on Last of Us Day in a few weeks?
1: Not on a Part 3.
0: Do you think it's the multiplayer project?
1: Yeah. Or the Part 2 PS5 version. Like native PS5 version. Which isn't the sexiest of news, but like it is something.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I think that I, I think that makes sense. I think you're gonna get like one more update on the multiplayer game, you're gonna see a few more stills of pictures and shit, and then mm. you'll get like here's the definitive edition of Last of Us Part Two. And then I get to be depressed again. It's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, maybe that is where the state of play is around is last sure. of us day.
0: Did you see the uh like the hard drive article? It's like the I one thousand percent did. And it's like Neil Druckmann, creator of The Last of Us, states, if players feel good after playing their games, he's, I he's failed. failed. <laughs> that said and Neil though,
1: even played along. He was like, yeah. where's the lie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that said, though, I do like to, to know that they already have an outline for the end of The Last of Us. And it's not going to be yeah. this overdrawn thing. It's like, no, four seems like the number yeah. could be even three. Tell the
1: story. Yeah. Don't... Uh, I liked it. I don't care. Don't Game of Thronesify it. Don't yeah. stretch it too long. Tell the story. Yeah. Get out.
0: Does it have to be 19 inches? Well. <laughs> oh no way. Oh, Kyle. All right, Kyle. That's yeah. been all the big news this week. Let's get into some flash uh, show
1: I'm, we? I'm on a list somewhere thanks to you, Joe.
0: <laughs> no problem. Gotta run fast. Gotta run fast. Gotta get to that rule 34 tap.
1: Kyle, yeah, no, I definitely don't have that open.
0: <laughs> I have five tabs open. Sony's E3 2010 press conference, the one with Kevin Butler revived in 1080p. Go on to the no clip archives if you want to yeah. check a look at that. Love this to see Xbox one do too, that one too, right? Probably, but I, don't
1: know. I, I think Xbox. I saw a Wario tweet out. I think Xbox also got a. A yeah. uh, 1080p version of an old showcase.
0: God bless. It goes to show, yeah. you know what? Maybe we were right by doing these online directs. <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs>
0: let me tell you something. I tried to watch, and I get it. It's re- like it is a really bad showcase, but what is it? The, um, the PS3 reveal showcase? Mm. Uh, or, you know, whatever the fuck they called it back then. E3 uh, conference? Dude. It was so... Painful and so boring. I, we're well, we're talking two spreadsheets. Years ago? Yeah, two
1: years ago I made you watch the Konami E3 show oh, uh, for after show. God, just because that is, I think, the worst showcase ever. Oh my
0: god!
1: Please, just... please look it up. I'm gonna look Don't. up the year. I think oh, it was it the hurts. only one. Just for you <laughs> can watch like a um, a highlight reel of it.
0: All right. Oh, it sucks.
1: All right. I think it was 2010. Yeah. yeah. There, there's specifically, there's a director's cut that's only 11 minutes long. <laughs> you can watch that one. It's directors fantastic. Cut.
0: I love that. Director's cut, and I bet it's just all the cringe points. It's like, just get to the cringe. Yeah, absolutely. The wrestlers on stage fighting with
1: zero audience enthusiastic uh, oh uh, noises. God. It's great.
0: Kyle, there's been a Star Wars Survivor <laughs> PS5 update. Um, here's what here's what it has. You ready for this? All yeah. right. Uh, the new Jedi Survivor patch includes several performance-related improvements on PS5, including uh, a performance mode that has been completely reworked to substantially improve uh, player experience, number of GPU and CPU optimizations, along with disabled... Disabling ray tracing, thank God, and has resulted in a better player experience, including a solid 60 FPS. Quality mode has also received optimizations to help reduce FPS fluctuation. VRR support added to the PlayStation 5 and much more. Uh, The game is stable. It's like the game maybe should have came out this week. Who knows? Still one of my favorite games this year, though, with all the bugs and all the crashes and all of it. Still one of my favorite games this year. Love it so much.
1: Good. Well, I'm I'm glad that it's in a stable state now, but I'm not, like, itching to go back for that platinum. I'm close. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I don't, I don't know. That's cool. Finding all those shards, it's yeah. tedious.
0: You're a Harry Potter fan? I am. Harry Potter sucks. Kyle... <laughs> Star Wars is so much cooler. I'm only kidding. Harry Potter's actually really fucking cool. House Ravenclaw. Uh, stray movie announced by Anna Pera. I'm a wait, what? What did you say? I'm a Ravenclaw.
1: Oh, I thought you said I'm a yeah. Ravenclaw. I took no. that personally.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You give me Hufflepuff vibes because you're a- how dare
1: you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you probably talk to animals. You weirdo. <laughs> you just mentioned how you'd probably be n- a druid. You know. Stray movie, talking about cats, uh, announced by Annapurna. The film adaptation of Stray doesn't have a director attached, nor uh there any sort of release window, and while details are generally light, Annapurna also noted that it's planning to adapt even more games uh, from its library uh, Annapurna Interactive has published a whole host of well-received titles like Outer Wilds, Neon White, Donut County, I want to see that show What Remains of Edith Finch uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts Kentucky yes. Zero and The Pathless just to name a few Kyle this is
1: dope this is awesome, give yeah. me Sayonara Wild Hearts Scott Pilgrim movie Yes, I I'm there day one
0: yeah <laughs> I actually, like, this is the synergy I actually really like to see, because Annapurna started as a movie company. Primarily, that's what it does. Yeah. And so to see them go, well, we make also some killer games, let's go make some cool indie movies, Mm -hmm. makes me excited. excited.
1: Yeah, this is very, very cool. Don't know if if I would say Stray is the one to, like, headline it. People love cats. I know, but in my eyes... That is essentially just like Wally with a cat.
0: And you just sold me.
1: <laughs> I didn't like Wally.
0: Well, you didn't like Wally.
1: I know it's one of my you know least likeable. Final traits. Fantasy
0: 16 <laughs> update adds new skins. Premium DLC in development. Kyle, I have the Final Fantasy controller. You don't. Square Enix has. <laughs> has I, I deserve <laughs> that hasn't spoken much about Final Fantasy 16's future since launch. However, the company just announced a new Final Fantasy 16 update that adds numerous skins for free, as well as a premium DLC that's now in development. Seems like the game was pretty successful. The trailer went over some of the new features that will be in updated. Or sorry, in the update. Clive and Jill, Torgal and Joshua and Ambrosia are all getting skins. Nailed it. All five can be seen in the trailer, but only the first three are named. Uh, players can now also transmog their sword, so it keeps the stats of the one blade while having the look of another. Yes, yeah. please, because I hate the story that I have on right now. It looks stupid. Uh-oh. looks like a dumb dragon yeah. fin. Give me something cool, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: um- yeah, I had
1: the the ultimate weapon uh, skin on for my new game plus. Mode, Ooh. But- Okay. Switching it out. Respectfully,
0: I really do dig the uh, Jill um, outfit.
1: I oh, think
0: yes. That variant is so cool looking. So um, cool. And then also like the Clive one is, yeah, it's all right. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I do like the Jill one because she, she looks more regal. You know. Yeah. Torgo looked dope. Yeah, Torgo. Without
1: spoiling why, Torgo looks
0: dope. Torgo looks, but yeah, dope. Yeah, again, respectfully to Jill.
1: Premium uh, DLC has me excited. Yeah. Cuz like there are things that you can see in the distance of the worlds. Oh. Of like maybe a Sten- forgotten icon? Oh, perhaps. And like I want to know what's happening there. Ooh. Do not know. Now that I've beaten the game, how they're doing that? But I'm excited to find out.
0: All right, fair enough. I can I really I do want to get back into it. I just Can I tell you something? I'm working over time, so I get like a, a week of just nothing so Ooh, I can good. I can like nail out some stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be Absolutely. nice. It's going to be nice. I'm treating myself. Uh, the Last of Us at hor- uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, of course, Halloween Horror Nights, huge, uh, takes place in, oh, sorry, during September 7th uh, through October 31st. Neil Druckmann was there. I want the shirt really more than anything. Mm. I didn't and maybe- see the shirt. Oh, it's cool. It looks it looks really awesome. It's you know Ellie and, and Joel off to the side, and then like okay. a huge clicker on, oh, on it. Sweet. it. Looks awesome. Okay. It looks like a band shirt. That's why I love it so much.
1: Oh hell yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Alone in the dark delayed to January to avoid uh one second a chaotic October window. Of course, Alone in the Dark it was supposed to be coming out in October, but now has been delayed to January uh, 16th, 2024. Smart move, Hopper.
1: <laughs> Smart move? Yeah. Yeah. Odd that Alone in the Dark isn't around Halloween time, but... If Dying late can make it work, it'll work.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, I think that's going to be the best for it, because people are going to have that walking around Christmas money. Fair. There's no way this game comes out... Real talk. No way this game comes out alongside Alan Wake 2, and I picked this yeah. game over Alan Wake. Absolutely not. In fact, I think I'm going to wait for Alan Wake just for a few more days to play it on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, good on them. And, Kyle, uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? It's our—actually, uh, there's no more flash news. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, it's our favorite—one of our favorite segments. Uh, what you been playing? Kyle, Yeah. I want to know what you have been playing— Because you're playing one of the most anticipated, highly reviewed games of the year. Take it away.
1: Yeah, so I platinum Final (laughs) Fantasy 16. Oh, (laughs) how'd
0: you like it? I just
1: wanted to mention that because it's talked about in the pre show, but I want everyone (laughs) else to hear it. Uh, New game, I beat it and then immediately went to New Game Plus. If you equip the auto dodge ring and you skip all the cutscenes, and as long as you did all the side quests and everything on your first playthrough, it's like a 10-hour max kind of okay. thing. Okay, It's not too bad. Um, And, it, yeah, game's phenomenal. Right now, it is my game of the year. I, think. I was going
0: to ask. I was going to ask. Is this your game of the year?
1: I yeah. think as of right this second, it is. But as you just alluded to, I did finally start up Baldur's Gate 3. Because it came to PlayStation yes. finally. And boy, oh boy! <laughs> As a D and D fan who's played a couple sessions, who obviously loves Critical Role, uh, I've been excited to play this for a long time. Yeah, and so far, so good. Okay, I am. I am. I will say, I am lost, but in kind of like a good way. All right. Like, exploring the world and running into, like, quests and dialogue options. The fact that almost every single character has got a dope voice mm-hmm. and the performances are all cool is very nice. Um, it, the companions so far are... are I'm liking a lot. Uh, mm. I just ran into... Or just had a conversation with Gale uh, about his... Um, Drug uh, addiction, I guess, for <laughs> lack of a better way to yeah.
0: to describe it. That's very it, early. Like, it's a it's few hours the, early. Yeah, it's the need to, like, absorb magical items. If Magic. I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. I just had that conversation with him. I was like, huh, what is going on with you? So, like, yeah. every single person I run into, every conversation, I'm getting more sucked in. I already have a long laundry list of quests and missions mm-hmm. to go on. Um, I will say the combat is getting me frustrated. I got to get used to it. Okay. The radial wheels on the, like the dual
0: sense. It's a little overwhelming. Right. because sure. There's a lot of options in the combat. There's a lot of
1: options. It really is but...
0: made for mouse and keyboard. I'm not like, sure. Like, here's a console port. I'm like, how are you going to put this on a controller and make it make sense?
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, but like that is D&D. Like I don't know how they would sure. put all those options in and make it like can't do face buttons for options cuz yeah. that's way too complicated. Yeah. So it is they did the best that they obviously could. And uh yeah, I'm just excited to I did only save scum at once. Um, there's no, there's no shame in save scumming. No, there's not. The only reason I did is because of uh, man, what is her name? The Githanki I think I'm saying that right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah Laziel. Yeah.
0: La Laziel.
1: Yeah. Uh, stuck, Captured in a cage. You free yep. her. And then I didn't talk to her right away. I was like trying to figure out how to get down to her. Yeah. And then she just disappeared.
0: Oh, OK.
1: And then I looked up I was like, where the hell does she go? And she's like, well, you only have one more chance to talk to her for her to join your party. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't take that chance. Yeah. I want everybody. So let me restart that thing. Um, also, that character also, creator. Oh, boy. I made the sexiest character in the whole oh, world. And I am have a, so... Oh, I tweeted it. You tweeted it? Let me, let me take a look at oh this. Oh, my God. She's you posted gorgeous. it, please. I no, I it. tweeted it. I zeded it. <laughs> Listen, we're, so talking inches, the, we're talking about 19 inches. We're talking about zeding all over
0: ourselves. You Come get the God. less
1: horny version of Gale. Eh, it's fine. Gail. I'm just excited to meet Carlac
0: eventually. That's... Mm-hmm. That's where my tunnel vision's going. Well, well, Kyle, we got to talk about your interests here. Her name's Kara. Yep. Listen, and I'm not here to discriminate, okay? Okay. I don't see color, but she is green. Yeah. She she does have two demon horns.
1: Yeah, she's a tiefling.
0: Okay. And you're attracted to her? Yes. You don't think the horns are going to get in the way? No. You know what, Kyle? You no, know, a bigger man than me, because you know what? You can see past the horns. What are you talking about? Yeah, you can see past the horns and the Wow. You know, all of it. Listen, she's a redhead. That's a huge plus. And that's also just doesn't mix well with the skin tone. She looks like she's always celebrating Christmas. <laughs> How dare you? You can put a ornament on those horns,
1: Kyle. How dare you? Everyone, it's on my Twitter at Mr. Yeah. I'm going to pin it so people can see it more right. clearly. Okay. Be proud of it. She's That's awesome. How dare you?
0: It's very brave. How dare you? Honestly, no, because I made my guy in Starfield look like a legit dummy. <laughs> he looks so bad. <laughs> so bad, Kyle, that I'm like, listen, I know I've played 10 plus hours of this game, but should I go back? Is there a way I could go back to character creator? Because, like, I'm feeling pretty ashamed of how he looks. He looks. <laughs> Ooh, he looks rough. Um,
1: Man, I'm but, still getting over the fact you're, you're saying Kara looks bad. How dare you? Sorry. Look at those facial features. She's got yeah. a nice little scar over her eye. I want to know the story behind that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. She's got a nice little tattoo on her neck. Come on now. Been to prison. Um, that's a woman you want to marry. <laughs> and she's a paladin, too. I'm oh, paladin.
0: okay. Oh, God, we could go into a... That
1: was, that was like a massive choice. Like, who? Yeah. what am
0: I picking? What class? What do I want? And now, when you saved uh, the Gilthraki, did you get like a mean paladin going? You broke the rules, motherfucker! Like, did you did yeah. you get that?
1: Uh, I'm sorry. So, uh, oh, the broke the rules. Yeah. Um,
0: You're an oathbreaker, and I thought I did something really bad. I don't I like, know
1: oh. if I, I don't know if I,
0: picked oathbreaker. Okay. Well, no, it, it was just like you broke the rules of being a paladin. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I saved oh, a oh, You're an yeah, oath yeah, no. Now.
1: I haven't done. I have tried to look in like different boxes. Yeah. And people I was like, why are they getting mad at me? Then I realized, oh yeah, no, that's their stuff. I can't yeah. just that's not this game. I can't yeah. just walk up and like you know put a bucket on someone's things. head. Yeah. No. So I gotta I gotta relearn that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm having a great time. I yeah. can't wait to play it. I know it's gonna be a long one, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take my time with it. I'm not gonna rush it. Yeah. I'm do it,
0: just soak it all in. That's what she said. Um yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you also have been playing yeah. of stars for a little bit.
1: Thirty minute stops. Oh, okay. And it's and it's not because I'm having a bad time. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Music's great. I just was not in the mood for a narrative game when I started it up. Okay. Like I was like falling asleep. I was like, I oh, want to get this game justice. Yeah. So I'd rather just, you know, hit dingers and we'll be the show
0: for a little bit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, but I'm so excited to get back to it. That's said, Birdos Maximus writes in. I almost forgot this question. Sorry, Birdos. Hey guys, just a real, uh, f- sorry, just a real first one before I go into my impressions of Baldur's Gate. Uh, and question. I actually like cucumbers. Oh, well, well, that's a bad vegetable. You should, feel, you should feel bad for it, all right? Now, Otter Boulder's game. <laughs> it is absolutely stunning. And without saying too much, uh, the character creation is everything a D&D player could ask for. What's your favorite mechanic so far? Also, is this one you will platinum? As always, stay safe. Keep bringing us the best podcast out there from your friend across the pond and proud supporter of House Slinger. Thank you, sir.
1: How dare you. Um, oh, no, I will not platinum it. Yeah. That trophy list is daunting.
0: Holy shit. Like, Divinity uh, Original Sin was like, it's like a rated, like a, a 10 out of 10 difficulty platinum.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, no, no,
0: Hundreds of I don't have hours. that kind of time. No, I ain't got that. Um,
1: maybe over the course of my lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not committing to it now.
0: You could get a symbolic um, platinum for that game.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, favorite mechanics so far? Mm-hmm. I'm actually a really big fan of the game letting you know what kind of options you have in dialogue. Yes. Right? Like, it's not like you're not going to get persuasion every time, or deception, or intimidation, or whatever. It like picks its spots, mm-hmm. and by talking, will unlock other options. Uh, and I really, really, really enjoy that instead of just having here's a list of everything you can do in this dialogue. Mm-hmm. They like cherry pick it to like kind of slow drip feed you that kind of uh, options because yeah. it'd be way too daunting having to remember everything all at once.
0: Yeah. Um, Boulder's Gate, it's weird because I got, I kind of have to agree with you there where it's just like to me. The combat could be frustrating because I miss all the goddamn time. Come on, man. What's going on? It's What's... exciting though. I got the I... most unathletic, least insightful group of idiots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've I ever enjoy seen. rolling a natural one.
0: My archer's because... being played by Ray Charles, <laughs> alright? They can't just
1: like you and Demio. Like, it's exactly. like that to be. <laughs>
0: God damn, it, I can't shoot shoot the, the broadside of a goddamn barn. I'm supposed to save the world, <laughs> let alone get this tadpole pull, pull out of my skull? No way. Uh, but it really is like the the conversations. It's like the first game in a really long time where it's like the conversations that I'm having, I'm actually really engaged with. And that's usually not yeah. the case with me. It's like, let's get right back to me just hitting these guys with what appears to be wiffle ball bats, you know?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, that, that is the big one. Uh, getting used to the map is a little daunting on PlayStation. Yeah. Try to rotate the camera. Then I'm either way too far away or way too close. Uh, I'm fine. Like I, I do wish jump was mapped to a button. Hmm. Because That's on the radio wheel, and I got stuck somewhere. I'm like, How am I going to get down? And then uh, I forgot, Oh, I actually yeah. have to use the jump button. Yeah, or t- and uh, Shadow Heart just being left behind because she didn't follow. Oh. Like, I was way across the map, I was like, Where the hell is she?
0: Where is my angry wife? You
1: know. And she was oh, way back there, so I had to switch to her and make sure. that whole journey. Who,
0: who are you gonna wed in that game? Who, who are her her? That's Carl-like. what I'm hoping the red demon lady oh fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. i saw red demon later I was like, oh hello uh yeah, something yeah. about the gilthraki lady make i just want her to be my mean wife
1: <laughs> fair
0: i just want That's her fair. to yell at there's me there's no wrong choices in baldur's gate i want to come home late she's like where are you i've made this you dinner get for you and then just throw <laughs> it at me you know Real dysfunctional family is what I want. Let me
1: show you 19 inches, Joe.
0: Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move along here. Awkward I've been pause. playing the game. <laughs> you have? Uh, not a PlayStation game. And I, listen, How dare you? More show, listen, Let me show, look, look at this. It's a good controller. It's a pretty controller. Really quick. Yeah.
1: Shout out to the Xbox Series Raps. Oh, yeah. Right? I legit thought they were like the fat head sticker things. Mm-hmm. Not like an actual like jacket with like magnets. That's super smart. I magnets. really like that a whole lot.
0: Magnets. B- yeah. How do they work? <laughs> um man, let's talk about Starfield. Definitely a game that exists. Definitely a great game that I can mm-hmm. see people give sevens for. People, first off, the review scores, guys, it's just a score. It's like a person gave it a number. Relax, okay? Relax, settle down. Jesus Christ. See people yell at Dan Stapleton talking about him being unprofessional. It's like, listen, if I got 3000 people an hour yelling at me because I gave a lower numeral score than someone else, it's like, (laughs) come on. I would, I would tell someone else to go F off. You know,
1: I know we made this joke before. I want these people to have people show up at their place of business and yell at them for not giving the change quick enough. Yep. Oh, you forgot to give a penny? How dare you? I'm going to send death threats to you and your family. Exactly. I want them to get a little bit of taste of their own medicine.
0: Yeah. Miserable people, but I really like Starfield. (laughs) Listen, Starfield has problems. I'm going to start by saying this. This is not the game I thought it was going to be. Like, for example... Remember how we made a lot of um, comparisons to No Man's Sky? It's like, oh, this game kind of looks like No Man's Sky. This game kind of plays like No Man's Sky. I think that was a really poor vertical slice of that game because they did make it look like No Man's Sky. Um, But there are some things in No Man's Sky that they could have taken from this game. So I think one of my biggest disappointments with Starfield so far um, is the fact that I can't just fly from space into the atmosphere Atmosphere, break into it and land on the planet, um, it's all loading screens, which means when I'm planet hopping from planet to planet, I'm hit with a barrage of loading screens. The planets Mm. kind of feel like it's an amusement park rather than something that's connected and cohesive in terms of like space just feels like I'm in front of a planet. It's not like I'm going to go fly to Pluto. It's more like I'm in front of Pluto. Oh, I need to go to Earth. I'm going to fast travel to Earth. Um, in a sense, it kind of feels like when you're in Mass Effect and you're going from solar system to solar system. That's what it feels like here. And that is a big bummer. That said, encumbrance. Please stop putting encumbrance on this game. At least give me more things like like a, a bigger backpack so I can store some shit in because I'm over encumbered all the time. I saw a really funny TikTok of some guy who just
1: dedicated a whole room on a ship to potatoes. Beautiful.
0: (laughs) I saw that, too. The physics in this game are nuts. That said, there's a lot of menus. A ton of menus. Too many goddamn menus. Figure it out, Todd. Even with all those complaints aside, all those complaints aside, this is is one hell of a fun game, dude. I'm really... Enjoy my time. And the thing I've been waiting to tell you, Kyle, is the story, the thing you were worried about.
1: Yeah. yeah possibly
0: yeah. the strongest thing in this game.
1: Yes. That makes me happy.
0: That's I'd, cool. It's it's very vague at first. But if you love 80s, anything that it deals with space movies, yeah. it's all here. It oh, feels yeah. like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy had sex with Indiana Jones. That's what really? this kind of feels like. It really does feel like a big giant treasure hunt. And I'm space indie with a whip. Um, it's mm. a ton of fun. And then it's of course like what we know of Bethesda, what we love from Bethesda, which is like the random encounters. So like, for example, uh, I was just going to a planet and they're like, Hey, do you know where Uranus is? And I'm like, what? Like, I, like I get hailed from a ship. Like, I'm just flying to one planet. Ship meets me. He's like, you know where Uranus is? I'm like, uh, no. I, I put no in the, in the dialogue. He's like, it's right behind you. Ha gotta go. And he just zips out. <laughs> like, there was That's like great. some guy, his his whole thing was like, he was helping me out, but he kept calling me. I think he was like, chief <laughs> bud and like pal. Okay. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> um, and then there was like this situation where I landed on a planet and as I'm just walking around doing my thing, I see this ship just land, break out of orbit. I'm like, well, I'm curious. Let me go over by it. And uh, I board the ship. And there's people on it. I'm like, oh, they're going to start shooting me. No, everybody's bewildered why I'm there. But I walk up to the captain of the ship and they're like, all right, so here's the materials you're going to be smuggling. And I'm like, what? And, then I, and I was just like, lie, <laughs> pretend I'm the smuggler. And I took like this, like a whole bunch of money and like a really like rare gun and like something else, like s- some materials. And they're like, mm-hmm. right, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> then, like, I leave and I'm just doing my, st- my thing a few hours afterwards. And then I get stopped by the smuggler of which he was the smuggler that was supposed to do the you know shady deal. And they're like, you have my stuff. You know, you murdered my father, prepared to die. (laughs) And I had a space battle with him. Oh, that's cool. It's awesome. And so, like, the combat is very reminiscent of Fallout 4, but it's much more competent of a shooter, which makes it way, way more fun to play than Fallout 4. There's no
1: slowdown, right? There's no, like, um, nothing that I've seen.
0: Well, we'll get to it. So, there's no vats from what I've seen so far. Okay, because I've just been going planet to planet, knocking on doors, uh, and shooting aliens, or people, <laughs> and um, like so, like the the combats, it's not as good as Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's combat, God bless, but it's competent. It they've they've definitely okay. learned a lot from it. Where the Vats are concerned, is when you're in space combat. There's kind of like a FTL comparison where it's like you could freeze time up for a bit. And you can, like, shoot at their engines. So instead of blowing up the ship, you can board them. And then that's when you get to murder everybody on the ship. It's really (laughs) great. Um, So, like, there's VAT systems when it comes to the space combat. It's space combat as well. Um, While not the best so far because I got a shitty ship, um, I want to see how that goes. But honest to God, even with all the faults that I have for this game. Like, I was was Mm -hmm. talking to you and I'm like... There's no way on God's green, perfect earth. <laughs> if I was the reviewer, I give this past the nine. Cause there are some glaring problems and omissions for me. Um, but then the other side of me going, numbers are dumb. I'm having a blast. Like this didn't take me 10 hours to get into. I was immediately into it. So this game is great. If you have an Xbox, if you have a PC, go ahead, try it out. It's a whole can, bunch of fun. And can I ask is, yeah, Go for no, it. you go ahead. No, and no, no, because you, you could be asking this question.
1: Oh, I just, is there anything? Like, I feel like that Starfield Direct promised you can do pretty much anything you want. Do you feel like you are missing out not doing certain things? Like, are you? It's great question. Like, if you weren't doing space battles, right? Like, yeah. do you feel like you would still get? enough quality experiences out of not doing that thing. Cause I know it's all like, you can do whatever you want. I feel yeah. like in Starfield from what I've read and listened to.
0: The one thing that I, don't, I, that I like and don't like is it doesn't hold your hand. So it's, it's pretty much like, yeah, there's this quest, but do whatever. It's, it's very much like they, they loved the mechanic in Skyrim of like, things are just going to happen to you. A dragon's going to land. And that's what this game is a lot. Uh, it's constantly dragons are landing and it's getting you distracted. Um, the thing that I'm not excited for is the base building. I could care less about that, but the great thing, it seems like they don't care. So it's like, it's there if you want it, but if you don't, it's totally fine. I'm really interested in the ship building. And apparently that's super late in the game, but it's not like you can do anything. It's you'll get distracted by everything. At least that's what I've come into contact with. So
1: And are you, are you yeah. role-playing as your, your adventurer?
0: Um, no, I'm actually so usually I in, in games like this, I usually pick a pretty lady. Um, sure, but this time I'm like, I'm a dude, so I, I, it's no, really I, I, mostly I just me. meant
1: like, you know, like title, like, are, like your background. Are you like, are you going full smuggler? Are you, oh, doing yes. minor things, or like, are you sticking to those arch types Kyle, kind of thing? Kyle,
0: I'm an outlaw. Okay. I am making, making I make mean, kids orphans. I mean it sounded like
1: you were so yeah.
0: I'm just making sure I making kids orphans. I think um I think like I put on Twitter uh sorry X platform that um like every time I board a ship and it's me <laughs> with Negan with Lucille. <laughs> like well, well, well. <laughs> little pig, little pig, let me in. Like it's it's fun. It's awesome to have a game that's not on PlayStation that I'm enthralled by. Um Yeah. It's awesome that it's on Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's great. Um, and I want to talk about this, you know, candidly and, you know, because, A, it's what I've been playing. But, like, B, we got to normalize. Even if I'm a PlayStation host, I'll play some Xbox stuff. I feel like yeah. we got to normalize. Not a lot of people do. And I feel like it's just very odd. There's some good stuff yeah. over there. High five Rush. million percent. They got some beats, you know. May not be yeah. my thing, but it's it was it's excellent to be dusting off my Xbox, literally, um, and and playing something on it uh, that I'm enjoying. Yeah. So, yeah, good on you, Starfield. It's crazy that you're one of my games of the year right now. Like you're on the top That's five cool. list for sure.
1: That's, That's very very cool.
0: That said, M9 Prime writes in. Good day, gentlemen. A question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, what
1: Yeehaw. would
0: you say? Are your six contenders for Game of the Year so far? Uh, quote doing a Game Awards style with six. Uh, the reason I'm asking this is now, uh, sorry, asking this now is to see how the onslaught of AAA games coming this fall uh, changes things for you when you do your actual Game of the Year episode. Also, apart from Spider-Man 2, what is a game that uh, that is coming? Do you think could possibly be your final? Game of the Year list based on what you've seen so far, Kyle. Hmm. Indigestion hit me hard. I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're deep in thought too.
1: I I was looking at my
0: app. Uh, oh, you're on the GG app? Track. Good on you. Yeah.
1: Just just to I there's some glaring omissions that I forgot to put in. Yeah. Um, Do we count remakes?
0: Yeah, because I would put RE4 on the on that list. I was gonna say because like RE4 like. That's there. I was thinking about. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this question long and hard. Who um, for me? As you think about it, I don't think I, I, I need it. RE four is there, one hundred percent. Um, I think uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is on there for sure, and I would put Legend of Zelda on there. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but this is the trophy room, so PlayStation mm-hmm. only. Uh, Diablo four okay final fantasy uh 16
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh obviously spider-man would be on there and then for the sixth one i'm gonna say alan wake 2 so that would be my six how about you
1: oh there's a glaring omission i'm kind of shocked
0: I, i'm i also very tired
1: i worked a 12 hour day but that's continue. fair uh final fantasy 16 hmm I would put um, RE4. Yeah. I'd put Dredge. Ooh, I really okay. like Dredge. That came out this year. Jesus. Um, it's not a game that released initially this year on PlayStation, but Rogue Legacy 2 is sure. one of my favorites of the year. I could already tell Baldur's Gate 3. That's five. It's probably going to be in that list. Oh, man. Yeah. And then probably Spidey. Right. What was the it, only tough though? Alan uh Sea Stars. Oh, Fangul, yeah. Which is also like I only played 30 minutes
0: of it, so that's why I didn't include it yet. But sure, sure, fair.
1: It's gonna be tough. It's this be is fair. a tough year to pick.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we don't I don't I do yeah, know like how we don't. Spider
1: Man, ev- Alan Wake, yeah. uh Phantom Liberty. It's
0: a, 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 a lot of games. It's a lot of games. Good time to be a gamer, let me tell you. Yes. Uh that's uh Kyle. Are you holding on to anything in particular? Like, oh, just to... uh,
1: oh man, I
0: almost said a really bad joke. Continue. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest PlayStation deals and steals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On September 5th, Chance of Sonar on PS4, Monochrome Morbius, where Morbin rights and wrongs for Guy It's on PS4. Mobius. Not no. Morbius, Mobius. Well, listen, dyslexia kicked in. I gotta say Morbius. That's no, fine. Rights, Don't wrongs, get the people excited for Morbius when it's not. <laughs> the same. Sure. I, was, I want a Morb. <laughs> That's why I got excited. So i mo- and I'm like, uh-oh, we're Morbin. Uh, PS5, PS4, tap pump on PS4 totally accurate battle simulator on PS4 on September six. Have you heard about this one? Baldur's gate three on PS5 enchanted portals on PS5 escape from terror city on PS5, PS4, no son of mine on PS5, uh, September 7th, Autobahn police simulator three off road on PS5, PS4. It's kind of counterintuitive to what the Autobahn is. Whatever. Lempel, on PS5, The Many Pieces of Mr. Koo on PS5, PS4. Toss on PS5. Yeah. <laughs> That's me tossing something. War Stride Challenges on PS5. On September 8th, Anonymous Code on PS4. And NBA 2K24 on PS5 and PS4. All right, yeah. Kyle. It is time for our favorite segment of the night. And the last segment of the night. It is... Boy. The Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw. Yee-haw. Try try. Again, you can send your questions in over to our discord link down below in the description or add us at PS trophy room on the X platform or formerly rapper formerly known as Twitter. Kyle, first question comes from Stingray X. Uh, what was your favorite suit for spider-man 2018 and what new suit would you like to see or sorry i want to see in spider-man 2 take care fellas kyle what was your favorite suit in the original spider-man on ps4 uh
1: i'm not gonna take your answer because i think i know your answer Ooh, okay. um shout out to spider-punk i really yes. like spider-punk yes like a whole lot my issue with the suits are, though, Okay. I am so boring. I want to play it through with the one suit. Uh, so, like, I will, I will, like, on a new game plus or a second playthrough, then I will switch up with suits. But, like, mm-hmm. I personally find it jarring switching between suits, switching between them throughout the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'll stick with the main one. And then if in the story, if it gets upgraded, then I'll wear that one. But... Then I'll mess around with them afterwards. As far as what I want to see in Spider-Man 2, I don't care. Just show me something good. <laughs>
0: Please. I, I,
1: some of the previews of like the pre-order suits, they look super cool.
0: Right? They do.
1: Yeah. Um, and there was that Spider-Man uh, Insomniac Extreme today that I didn't watch yet. Ooh. There they were... I know they put out the Kraven picture. They yep. put out the Venom suit. Yep. Miles the, was what the yesterday or is that this morning? That was
0: this morning, yeah. Miles oh, and Peter, looked incredible, dude. The the honest to god the uh, the Insomniac Spider Man suit is my favorite Spider Man suit. I love it. I love the whole design of it so much. I know you're gonna say Miles is the Peter B Parker suit from uh, from of course into the Spider Verse because it's my favorite movie ever made, but the one that I kept using the most is the spider-man vintage comic book suit that's the one i
1: was actually thinking of that was not the spider-verse one
0: yeah you know me too well i love that great one i i love when they play with the 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 art styles uh, so much Mm -hmm. but what i do want is the peter b parker with uh with uh was it with her with his daughter um yeah. yeah don't spoil it yet that's it. That's
1: all I'm gonna I going to say. I saw. I I know that's in the trailer, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, shout out to the anime one too. Yes. The 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 other like shorter uh, Spider Man uh,
0: mm-hmm. suit that was cool too. If they're able to put somehow hobby as one of the Miles suits, that's gonna be nuts. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Chris the Rizzard writes in, Hello, distinguished gentlemen. As a PC and PlayStation 5 gamer, I enjoy being able to play both camps of exclusives. But I was talking to someone, my, sorry, with my roommate yesterday, and we came to the conclusion that many game reviewers tend to favor PlayStation exclusives when rating them. Do you think that there is, uh, sorry, that this is 100% merit based, or do you find that there is a bias, not paid or maybe, who knows, I don't know, uh, against Xbox exclusives? Not looking to cause a big ruckus, <laughs> just looking for your opinions. Kyle, PlayStation bias? Yeah. Does it exist?
1: Uh, I think bias uh, for any platform exists. Because you'll you'll get the high scores obviously for the the sites that are are mostly dedicated to the one system, right? But then you will also get sites on the other side of the spectrum, giving it a low score to balance it out. At least mm-hmm. that's for me. Take I'm not saying they absolutely do that, but that's what right. it looks like. It most feels of the time. like
0: sometimes, right? It
1: feels like it. That's why most every single PlayStation first party ends up at what eighty nine. Uh, On the Metacritic scale, 88. 88. So I I, I do think there's just bias all around. Same thing when it comes to Xbox games. Uh, I don't (sighs) think it's, like, strictly just favor PlayStation, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. um, I would hate to say no, there's no such thing. (laughs) Because if we haven't seen, uh, right as we went live, there's been, like, a Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh, yeah, um, that's
0: right. Where PR company was paying for yeah. reviews. That's unfortunate. Uh, positive reviews. So I hate to say that no, it doesn't exist. You're absolutely look, I think what makes us unique as a PlayStation show is that we are open and honest with our bias. We are biased towards PlayStation, obviously, because we cover PlayStation. It's our beat. That's the thing that we you know in in you know enveloped ourselves in. So obviously, Starfield ain't making our game of the year list because it's not a PlayStation game, right? Because this is a PlayStation show. It would be really weird if Zelda Breath of the Wild won our game of the year for best PlayStation show, or sorry, best PlayStation game. That would be really weird. So, obviously, you know, I'm going to be way more, or I am way more excited for, like, something like Spider-Man for Starfield because it's just in my ecosystem, right? Also, Spider-Man's fucking awesome. That being said you're going to have bias towards a whole bunch of stuff. Um, That's why I'm not a reviewer. That's why our reviews are more conversations. Uh, That's why we're like really not hard pressed on numbers. Um, I just know for a fact, most reviewers I talk to don't like the number um, because they know they're going to get shit on. So like when people are yelling at Dan Stapleton, calling him like a PlayStation shell, it's like grow up. You guys need to grow up. That's not what it is. He just didn't like the game nearly as much as like, it's not like he didn't even like the game. He liked the game. He gave it a seven. Seven is good. Um, He just didn't like it nearly as much as some other people. That's fine. That's an opinion. That's a review. No one's giving him a check. Jim Ryan ain't knocking on his door going, I'll pay you 50 bucks. No. Uh, IGN, those big sites, they ride on the fact of their review system is intense and it is rigorous. It is not like us where we're like, so uh, what, what do you feel about this? Uh, platinum, gold. Like it's like, no, Because if
1: they didn't take it serious, then no one would take them serious.
0: No one would take them as the authority. And that's why people get butthurt when they see GameSpot and IGN give sevens and sixes out. Like those are bad scores or not. Um, but like, they're actually pretty harsh critics, especially GameSpot. They're really, they really explore that scale. Um, and so, you know, one thing we have to realize as consumers of these products, the hardcore people, um, no one gives a shit about Metacritic. No one literally knows what open critic is here. No one, no one. Most people just go, Oh, the game looks great. Okay, cool. Uh, and then they go buy it. (laughs) They make their judgment call. Some people will check the score and go, ah, okay, well, seven it means good, and then just go out there and buy it, or they wait for a sale. Whatever, it's the hardcore people that care. That's it. I and obviously the devs. Oh, of course, the devs because bonuses are attached to it, and yeah. also they put mm-hmm. a lot of time into it. So, like, yeah, you know, it, of course, every dev wants to make the best game they know how to make. Some devs know what game they have before it even comes out because they pre-screen for reviews. Phil Spencer even talked about it. So, like. Yeah, it's, or, or mock reviews rather, sorry, pre-screen. So like, is there bias? Yes, but it's not in the ways that you think. It's not like, like I know people from IGN that are predominantly Xbox players that were, if they were in in, in the, the booth giving Starfield a score, it would have been lower than a seven. I'm telling you that for a fact. So, like, let's relax when we when we yell at Dan Stapleton. It does not matter about the console in which they play on. It really doesn't. It's about are they knowledgeable on the thing that they're talking about, their subject, right? So, like, Dan Stapleton is an RPG guy. He's a PC dude. Bethesda's kind of in his wheelhouse, and that's why he took, he took care of that review. Simple as that. Um, but are there biases? Yes, but it's just not the way that I feel like many people see it as um i feel
1: like a lot of people like when a reviewer sits down to write the review before they even boot up their computer like ah how will i piss off playstation today or how am i gonna piss off it that just i would like to imagine doesn't happen
0: yeah and i could tell you for a fact pr plays a huge part of it like real, real talk for like the people that got all the starfield like coats and swag and all that are you really trusting their review Cause you're getting free shit from the publisher of which the game they're trying to review. They're, they're being critical of like, why do you think PR sends them swag bags? Right. It's what it's much harder to critique something. If you see a face to it or you have an interaction with the thing. So like, that's the thing we have to take a look at. Swag bags are cool. I would love a Starfield bomber jacket. Don't get me wrong. And it's not like those people are doing the, their job, but like that's just an inherent thing that PR does. They want to form those relationships a, because people are people and they want to talk to each other. But at the end of the day, it's business. They want you to cover their game. They want that game to be the best it could be. And sometimes, yes, there are some sites that are going to rate something extremely high because they don't want to burn a bridge. I'm looking at you, God's geeks, okay? (laughs) Or God is a geek, right? Whatever that thing is. There are people that are always going to rate a PlayStation game. I forget who who they are in, in particular, but I think there's like always a place that rates a PlayStation game like a six or a seven. It's like, who cares? And to me, I'm like, who cares? I don't even remember who they are. It just is what it is. And these companies will go out there and how they inflate their reviews is they choose who's going to pick the review. It's that simple. So they're like, here's the outlets that are going to give us the most coverage. Here's the people that are going to give us the fairer score. Uh, here's some people that could be a giant question mark. Here's some people that we know are going to give us a negative score. It goes like green list, yellow list, red list. And then there's a black list. That's how these things work. So, it's a big, complicated machine. But re- long story short, reviews are biased. They're just not biased in the ways that people want you to to think. At the end of the day, that makes sense, Kyle.
1: I can't really comment because I work in PR now.
0: All right, that's right. You <laughs> shut. I don't, don't want to sh- get
1: in trouble. No, you anything. don't.
0: get Yeah, Kyle doesn't endorse anything I just said.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Not. That's all Joe's thoughts.
0: Yeah, those are my thoughts and trouble. ideas. That's right. Kyle, Kyle does a great job. Vicarious are great people. Please don't kill Kyle. All right. Or if you do make it look like an accident, Cowboy Danger D writes I in. Gave, I gave several looks to the camera during that rant. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> this does not mirror Kyle Stevenson's thoughts, or Cowboy. my place of employment. Cowboy danger D writes in <laughs> question for the sony pony express. Yeehaw! What was the game that really made you fall in love with collecting trophies? And what was the reason? Was it because you love the game or because the trophy list was fun to complete? Or both? Mine has to be Resident Evil 5 for the PlayStation 3. That's a good list. It was my first ever platinum. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I just had to complete that trophy list. As always, love you guys and shiny side up. Order 1886 uh, broke me. Uh, I really enjoyed that game, so I platinumed it. And then ever since then, if I really enjoy your game chances are I'm going to Platinum it. So that's my rule. If your game is like a Game of the Year contender, I'm going to make a good effort to Platinum that game. Uh, if your game isn't, then I'll probably move along. But, like, for example, Resident Evil 4 Remake, one of my favorite games this year, I'll try my best for that Platinum, but I make no promises, because that, that one's pretty intense for me. So what about you, Ka?
1: I mean, I just enjoy the high score nature of, trophies and chasing them and and collecting them all um hence why i have so many quote-unquote cheap platinums still get the good ones though Um, good ones
0: still got the good ones also a mosquito bit me this is the worst
1: oh yeah that is bad um i'm trying to think of what was the first one that made me love trophy hunting I mean, I think it was. It's pretty simple. I think it was my first platinum ever. My memory is like a little hazy. Uh, I think it was The Walking Dead season one.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Just
1: getting it because, like, all you have to do is play it to completion and yeah. you get it. But I think something in that awakened it, Okay. like as like milestones, and be like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of like sought them out afterwards because like i'm trying to go through psm profiles because i have it up for a later question mm-hmm. uh, mine my current account goes all the way back to 2011 mm-hmm. and i was not like getting trophies like crazy yet mm-hmm. uh that didn't happen until i think recently i got a fair amount of mass effect 2 though there you go uh, 82%. 2. I'm 82 percent only missing nine trophies from that one oh, honestly boy.
0: Ma- I know Mass Effect One. I'm missing like three trophies, and I should go back. I can go back. I, sh- I I should. I need to play the the Legacy Collection. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm so I think Walking again. Dead, uh, Far Cry Three. I was pretty big into. On mm-hmm. uh, PS3, Prince of Persia. Yeah, I think it was around this time where it started to ramp up a little bit.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Brody writes in. Yo, what's up, guys? Hope y'all are doing well. I I gotta ask, who are y'all taking a 1v1 scenario? Clive or Cloud? Finally found time to get into Final Fantasy 16, and I'm loving both lead characters. Thank you guys for the content. I'm very excited for October. God, I am so excited. Kyle, um, Clive. Clive v. Cloud, I'm taking Clive. From what I've seen, what Clive can do, Cloud has literally no chance. Summon Ifri and then Mm. Dunzo. This is a hard question. That's right.
1: Because, yeah, what Clive can do is impressive. (laughs) And it's hard to combat that. Yeah. But Cloud is no slouch. He isn't, he's competent he has the like biggest selection of material to choose from true and all the summons that he wants he can also use that's also true I'm leaning ever so slightly though towards Clive okay just a just a little I feel like Cloud goes through some stuff
0: mm-hmm. what Clive went through is he uh, yeah first five minutes next Clive level been, uh, <laughs> you know yeah. Also, uh, hopping
1: back, uh, New Game Plus for uh, FF16, you do not need to play those opening hour oh. and a half. okay. Two hours. It picks up right after all of that,
0: so. Mm, fair enough. Right, interesting. Good to know. Green Gorilla Gamer writes, Sup, boys? The chaos no. that last episode is going to be difficult to top between Joe not knowing how to pronounce symbiote. 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 <laughs> symbiote <laughs> symbiote well how do you say it bull bull
1: well it just reminded me of a how i met your mother joke uh, well you say look symbiote. crazy
0: for just saying bowl. <laughs> symbiote <laughs> symbiote yeah symbiote or symbiote yeah symbiote symbiote yeah there's no wrong way to pronunciate it, yeah. You know? Pronounce it.
1: That's what I mean. That was the joke I was making. It's like if you say a word enough times in a row, it's gonna sound weird no yeah, matter what. Yeah, right. Like or
0: not knowing who twenty one savage is. Still don't know. And honestly, I don't care to look at Kyle being a menace to society for not using headphones while gaming. Or both of you hating cucumbers. They're the worst.
1: <laughs> they're not great.
0: They're not great. You know what? You know when a cucumber is good? When it turns into a pickle. All right? I'll f- with a pickle, but I'm not f- with a cucumber, literally <laughs> and metaphorically. Uh, what if it's a
1: 19 inch cucumber?
0: Think about it. Y'all are crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was crazy once. They locked me in a room, a rubber room. <laughs> a room, a rubber room with rats. And rats make me crazy. Crazy? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs>
1: he's,
0: he's going through a stand like question. All right, question time. Yeah, yeah. I think we drove Green Girl a Gamer Insane. Has there ever so. been a time where you felt you wasted your time in a game? And I mean, like, truly wasted it. For example, I was playing Uncharted 3, and I was trying to obtain the continuous speedrun trophy for under 4 hours and 15 minutes. But there's another trophy that goes hand-in-hand hand where you have to equip different skin while completing the speed run. However, the game decided to unequip it oof. And I know it sounds dumb. But I didn't notice. No, that would happen to me. And since I didn't play it through the whole uh, continuous speedrun as the skin, I didn't get the trophy. I lost an hour of my time and had to start the speedrun over again. What tragic scenario happened to you guys? LOL. Hope y'all's week has been good. Joe, I hope your pup is doing well today. He has been. He has been. Thank you so much. Hashtag 44 days till Spider-Man 2. God bless. Every time in any RPG, I make the wrong choices when putting the skill tree together, <laughs> and I waste so much money fixing it. So yeah. dumb, and I hate that. I hate it so much them the way I am. Mm-hmm. But Cyberpunk, I lost a lot of uh, I lost a lot of progress trying to platinum that game, and I I remember going back for the like it was like a ten hour section I I did i think two or three times i was getting mm. fed up but that would be that would be the game in particular i remember it too it's like it's like i had to go beat up a guy over and over again the vicious cycle rough yeah
1: i i also uh, i mean right along with green gorilla here mm-hmm. the uncharted 4 speed run trophy Oof. took me four attempts five attempts Mm -hmm. Uh, finally got it on stream which was kind of cool but um the second or third one Mm -hmm. i distinctly remember i was like oh great i got enough time maybe a minute or so i should be good i got it yeah and towards the end of uncharted 4 there is a section where you are sliding down like mudslides whatever, and you have to jump to avoid the gaps or jump mm-hmm. to a rope, whatever. You, you I kept it. mistiming the jump. Oh, no. And I died like three or four times in a row. And I was over time by maybe 30, 40 seconds. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> I got so mad. Speedruns are garbage. So mad. It took me a while for me to go back and reattempt it because like, that's a full six hours. Yeah, Just gone. It's bullshit i'm just gonna say it bad so that that is like the biggest one that i can think of yeah yeah that was that was rough (sighs) oh there there, there's a ratchet one too i'm sorry ratchet clank into the nexus on ps3 tell me about it was going i had one trophy left to get enough bolts to buy all the weapons whatever and i got to a point and it was like my third playthrough I fell through the world, and it auto-saved me right there. Oh, fangool. And I was like, goodness. you know what? I'm, I'm walking away. I can't <laughs> redo this
0: all. I'm Mm-mm. done. <laughs> I could, Couldn't be me. Yeah. Couldn't be yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Maximum Carnage rights. Greetings, Mr. Kbit and Mr. Batstep. This question, you thought you got me there, Carnage? Not even close. This question is aimed at Kyle, but as Joe is slowly opening his heart to the greatness that is Final Fantasy, please feel free to chime in. I've never been one for mobile gaming, but as a diehard Final Fantasy fan, and whilst I'm currently in possession of a newish phone that has not yet succumbed to the effects of battery cancer, I am curious to check out Final Fantasy VII ever crisis square enix has some backstory for suffer off and i'm totally sold on that idea alone so will you guys be checking it out ever crisis when it releases tomorrow uh probably not i won't be and it makes me sad because everything about it
1: no i do you guys don't have phones what's with that creepy ass smile what's going on this is how know. The the reason why I'm not checking out because it is essentially like the original PS1 game remake that I think some people wanted at least art style wise and the okay. way the story is told. Um, there's a lot of pay to pay to win stuff going on. Mm. A mobile, I game. think, with Ever Crisis. Yeah, yeah, that bums me out big time. Yeah. I would I would like to, hopefully, eventually, it comes to, like, Switch or something. Okay. Or, or or, console, then I'll check it out there. But I, when I saw that a few weeks ago, I was like, man, that's a bummer. Yeah. That sucks.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't mess with mobile, so, like, it couldn't be me. Uh, again, like, cloud gaming, I'm trying to slowly get into, but mobile yeah. gaming, probably never. You're never going to see and me I have a, with a mobile podcast. I have
1: so many rpgs right now
0: Fair. it's too many i can't add it's another too one many. last question of the night comes from yuna hey guys hope you're both doing well today my question for the week is do you ever write down goals for your games even if it's just uh just story completion items i joined the site uh completionator last week and it's lets you set your goals for completion so i do that as a way to know how far i am through the game which leads me to my question so i throw the ball over to you guys do you set goals for your games or not yes but i don't like write them down i have like uh i'm gonna hit level 92 in diablo tonight how am i gonna do that mm i to do X, Y, and Z. And that's how I usually do it. If it's an RPG, that's how I'm trying it. Like World of Warcraft, actually a huge thing where like I plot mentally where I would go for my like how to get to level 100 the fastest. So like I would know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I try not to because then it just, I, I put too much pressure on myself as is. And I feel sure. like if I don't complete those goals. It's even more pressure.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I try not to, but every once in a while I'll do something fun. Like when PS5 came out, I was like, Bug snacks is gonna be my fiftieth platinum. Like like silly things like that. Now I'm over three hundred. It's yeah. wild. Um so like those kind of goals are fun, but it's in game goals like I'm gonna get to this story beat by this day, whatever. I it's just not my jam. But Fair. more power to everyone that does that. That is takes dedication. And, and real restraint, I guess. Yeah? Yeah, It's I, I don't have that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, Kyle, listen, that's been this week's Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the Players Worth player. So before we get on out of here, I got to bring the PlayStation 5 out here again, because you know what? I just love this thing. I just love it so much, and I just want to kind of show off a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah. Watch out for that symbiote.
0: It's a symbiote, yeah. Symbiote. Not okay. This is symbiote. not me trolling.
1: This is not me making symbiote. a joke. Symbiote. Is the PS5 the same height as the Venom statue? Um, is that nineteen inches?
0: There's <laughs> only one way to find out, but that's for the after show. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, let me see. PS5 height. <laughs>
0: No, I actually think the Venom st- statue... Standing
1: upright, it. yeah, is fi- that's 15.4 inches.
0: So the Venom statue is bigger it's than this. It's taller than the PS5, yeah. Okay, so think about this, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the Venom oh, no. statue is bigger than this PS5, and one would have to say there's certain parts that are definitely thicker. All right? Uh-huh. You really think you can fit it... <laughs> Way up there.
1: No, I never thought I could.
0: You think so? No. Well, listen. With a lo- enough perseverance and lube, you can make anything possible. Kyle did not endorse anything I just said there again. Uh, please don't get him in trouble.
1: No, I'm just laughing on mute. It's fair enough. Okay. Listen, listen. <laughs> Costco
0: doesn't sell that literal barrel of lube for no reason in particular (laughs) right for times like these are you a real fan kyle are you a real fan i just
1: i just can't
0: because real spider-man fans would go venom deep
1: like your mom went knuckles deep with uh (laughs) Uh, i just can't stop thinking of like you know you tell kids don't give up right don't let your dreams just be dream. You can accomplish anything <laughs> that you put your mind to, and that being the example that Joe comes. That's right. To don't tell let your me.
0: dreams. Don't let your dreams become dreams. <laughs> you can do anything you say your
1: mind to. I'm so sorry, everybody. I should have brought
0: it up. <laughs> <laughs> what I was just saying, I was being intense about it.
1: Oh boy,
0: Kyle, is there anything you'd like to you? <laughs> where we get on out of here this heat's really Ooh. made us go kooky crazy the last I, five minutes I,
1: it's, it's bad um yeah i like to spotlight myself mr case pretty much everywhere um if you missed it go check out the 6-1 indie mini indie showcase um that went live last week which is wild uh to think we're a week a week from it that's mm. crazy um did you watch
0: it what the mini indie showcase yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking about. Uh... See?
1: Going back to the beginning of this episode. How dare you? Anyways,
0: <laughs> at 6180.com, you can thinking check it out. Like there. The dimensions of the I wish I was lying. Oh, my God.
1: Now I'm mad. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on platform. Nor formally known as Twitter. Uh you can find the show wherever you get your podcast service of choice. Whether that's Spotify, whether that's Apple Podcasts, you rate us five stars. Listen, if you made it this far, <laughs> might as well. And you get entered to win this beautiful little thing right here. Alright? Look at it. It's dual sense. Spider-Man. Collectors. It's fancy that. And again, I'll ship it anywhere around the world. Greece? Yeah, absolutely I would. You can follow me over at Mr. MrBadBit on Twitter. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Have a nice one, y'all.
1: Bye. I love you. Except for Joe. Love you. Fair enough. <laughs>